Okay, so thank you, Mitch, for a word from our station. And Jack, look at this. Bruce Mobley in the house. Look at look at that man. There he is. Maybe Absolutely. It's nice to see him. Oh. He was he was a great football player, you know, and, and oh, it's great to, it's great to see our alumni come back that you know made an impact not only here at Kutztown but also in the NFL. But returning to our conversation, Jack, this is a this is a team that you know, they have a lot riding on this game. They this is something where you know, just it's so important that Kutztown wins this game, not only for the standings, but also for personal morale, not only for the players, but also the fans. Absolutely. Again, we me we mentioned how big the expectations are for this game, and you know, the, I think the keys to winning this one, you gotta control the line of scrimmage up front, offensive line, defensive line. You gotta be able to bully them in the trenches, control the run game. This is something we've seen over the past couple weeks. Uh, the identity of this team has been on the ground on offense. We saw it late against Cal U. Daryl Davis McNeil had a great second half along with Jordan Davis. We saw it last week, six rushing touchdowns, four for Daryl Davis McNeil, two for Jordan Davis in that 50 to 31 win over Mercyhurst. Antoine Lloyd, we mentioned him earlier, he had a pick six in that game, so fantastic effort from Golden Bears last week against Mercyhurst. But as we are moments away from this one uh, with the opening kickoff here as the captains meet at midfield for the coin toss, you know, it's it's time. It is time for this one to get underway. It's We're so close. The expectations are one. We mentioned how high they are. Both sidelines clearly ready. No one is sitting. Everyone's stretching. It's it's fantastic, the environment here at Andre Reed Stadium. Shepard has a lot of visiting fans, but you mentioned, Josh, earlier, this stadium is packed with Golden wow. Bears fans. Yeah, so many people. Whew, it's packed here, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. I, I don't know if there's any more open seats. Maybe a couple here and there, but more people are trying to find seats, but there's not much. There's I'm trying to find more myself, but I can't even find out. I'm glad I'm glad I'm on this broadcast team because I couldn't even find a place to sit. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe if you were on the broadcast with another gentleman, you know, or a lady, you would give me a nice seat up here. But looking at the captains here, we'll talk about them a little bit. Obviously, number two, Tyson Bajan. We talked about him and how he's a big leader. Also, you got Kyle Smith, who's a big part of the defensive game. But also, too, Joey Fisher, as well as Malik Holloway. Four Kutztown, Jerome Cap, as well as Cody Schur, Amani Justice, and J.J. Jackson, as well as on that. As well as Devin Hannon. So. Both teams' captains meet to shake hands. Shepard won the coin toss. They elected to defer, so the Golden Bears will get the ball first, meaning Shepard will get the ball to start the second half. So, Josh, Golden Bears going on offense first. What are you going to be looking for when they when they get the ball? You know, we, we mentioned the rushing attack. Do you maybe see them try to surprise Shepard and air it out a little bit early with Blaine, though? I, I expect, obviously, Daryl Davis McNeil to get the ball first. That's been something they've done all year. But obviously, I think Shepard is going to stack the box early. I think that's something that is going to happen early on. So I'm interested to see what Donnie's going to do first off. Whether he's going to go to the air, go to the arm, I'm, I'm really not sure. So I, I'm interested to see, though. Absolutely. It's going to be an interesting dynamic to see how these two teams' mindsets go at it for each other. And we have two of the better coaches in the conference. Ernie McCook for Shepard, his fourth year as the Rams head coach. And, of course, Jim Clements with his eighth year and, as the head coach and Jim, the Golden we, Bears. And Jim we trust, man. He, he's taken us a lot of championship runs. Just out on the field, though, I'll tackle it for Kutztown back deep. It's going to be Jaden Helton and Curtis Ravenel Jr. And uh, 
Who do you have for the kicker, Jack? Kicker for Shepard is number 34, Jacob Haney, the redshirt sophomore from Fairfax, Virginia. Special teams are on the field. Haney moves forward, and we are underway at Andre Reed Stadium. Ravenel will take the kick at about the six-yard line. Moving to the right, outside across the 20, finally wrapped up at about the 22-yard line, and that's where the Golden Bears will start their first possession. It was wrapped up by, uh, looked like Keyshawn Haley. Um, Keyshawn is only a junior, 6'2", 200 pounds, coming out of Mount St. Joseph High School in West Virginia. He'll stay on the field as he's a big defensive starter in that secondary for the Rams. Yeah, he's a... He's a big he's a big part of their defense like we talked about in the pregame show, Jack. But it's really interesting to see how the offensive line of Kutztown is going to respond to such a great defense like Kutztown. So Blaine in the offense. Out on the field, pistol formation. Blaine will take the snap, hand off Daryl Davis with the to the left side. Fights through a hole. Didn't look like he got much there, maybe a yard if that. No, they're going to say he just got back to the line of scrimmage, so. They're actually going to give him a yard, Jack, it looked like. Are they? No gain, sorry. Looked like that up here. So Blaine under center, don't see this too often. Cap the motion man. Gonna go right back up the middle on the run. Daryl Davis McFeel spin to the outside, trying to fight back to the line of scrimmage. And they're gonna say number 26, Daryl Davis McNeil on the carry. Puts that bound for number five. They'll Blake lose a yard, so a third and eleven here in the early going. Yard on the play. Looks like the looks and like the run game isn't gonna work today, Jack. Obviously they're stacking the box. They stack the box now. Maybe maybe a couple free safeties out there, and the backs are backs are. Half of the backs are staying home, but half of them are just pushing back because they obviously know it's going to be a pass. Absolutely. You know, they were stacking the box seven, eight guys there on the first two downs of the drive. So now it's in the hands of Donnie Blaine, third and 11 on the 21-yard line. An early third and long. Blaine will take the snap. Looking to the right. Looking for cap. Catches, spins. Gets away across the 30. 35 cuts inside across the 40 to the 43-yard line for a first down and more. Great play by Jerome Cap. Great read by Jerome Cap and it's an amazing play. Great job even too by Donnie Blaine. Wide open, one-on-one. -on -one. Great job by Jerome Cap to beat the defender one-on-one -on -one, and that is a pure show of strength right there. Absolutely, so 22-yard gain for Cap on third and 11. Moves the chains and keeps this Golden Bears offense on the field. And that was a play that he needed, too. Absolutely. Handoff, and that's bottled up quickly. That was number nine, Malik Holloway there. Got right in the backfield as soon as Darryl Davis McNeil got the handoff. There's a penalty marker down, though, on the far side of the field. Looks like it's going to be a holding on Kutztown. So legal formation call. It'll make it a first and 15. There were five players in the backfield. So puts the Golden Bears behind the chains here on first down. Five-yard penalty moves the ball back to the 38-yard line, first and 15. Not, not a way you want to start, obviously, the offensive drive here. Still trying to read a play here. It looks like Drone Cap's going to be near side. Curtis Ravenel Jr., far side as well as 
Looks like Jake Novak over there. Dar Darryl Davis McNeil on the backfield. So capital motion. All the receivers now on the same side of the formation. Takes a snap. Handoff. Going to cut up the middle. He's got blockers out across the 45. Marked down at about the 47-yard line. That's a good run on first and 15. Nice gain. Wait a, but a, I thought even a great job by Daryl Davis McNeil to follow his blockers. You can see just all the way following his blockers. Great job and a great read. That's something you always look for out of your running backs, and you can see him doing just that. Absolutely. So game 10 in there on first down makes it a second and five. Novak motions now behind Blaine. Handoff Daryl Davis McNeil immediately swallowed up. Engulfed at about the 48 or so. Number 26, Daryl Davis McNeil again on the carry. Number four. So number no gain on the make it a third and five. No gain. Quick substitution. Trevor Amora, the freshman coming in, replacing. Looked like Austin Moyer. So four wide receivers on the field. Daryl Davis McNeil to the left of Blaine in the backfield. Golden Bears trying to convert yet another third down to keep this drive alive. Blaine found cap on that third and 11. Drops back quickly, firing, has Ravenel across the 45, 40. Great speed to the 35. Wrapped up and knocked out of bounds inside the Shepard 30 at the 27-yard line. We're seeing that often on third down, Josh. That quick throw to the flat, put the receivers in space. That quick spin move, let them get out in space and use their speed. Yeah, and I think even that quick, quick slant route, just quick in and out, beating that defender, I think that might actually work for Shepard. And twice... In a row now, that has worked. They're beating that one-on-one, -on -one, and it's good to see. Now it looks like they might air it out once again. Maybe take a shot to the end zone here. That was a gain of 25 for Ravenel on third and five. It's going to be and a false. Prior to the snap, there's a penalty. does look like it's a false start, Josh. Yeah. Looks like it's going to be on Devin Hannon, the redshirt junior. Coming out of Bellavern in high school. So heavier blocking set coming onto the field now is the tight end Austin Moyer from Souderton, Pennsylvania. Checking along with the other tight end, Alex McKenzie. That shirt junior. So these are two early penalties though for Kutsan that they gotta try to limit here, Jack. Adding some blockers. Daryl Davis with motion out of the backfield. Looking for him in the flat. Blaine's going to take a shot. He's got Ravenel alone. Caught inside the 10. To the 5. Knocked out of bounds. Great. Great job by Curtis Ravenel Jr. And that is something that they really needed to say the least. And now so they find Ravenel again, Josh. And it was a great play design. Motion. Daryl Davis McNeil to the flat. Get the linebacker to pinch down on him. Gets you know, on the little corner route for Ravenel all alone. And he has made another big chunk play in the early going. That one for 27. So Blaine on this first drive has to make all the necessary throws. Yeah, and we were wondering if, if Donnie Blaine was going to be able to beat Shepard with his arm. Handoff, touchdown, Golden Bears. Daryl Davis McNeil from four yards out. Golden Bears march right down the field and strike first. Great drive by Kutstep to beat Shepard at their own game. An amazing job. This is exactly what you want to see on the very first drive. Absolutely, Josh. Methodical drive right down the field. A couple of key third down conversions from Donnie Blaine through the air. And now the extra point attempt 
Tried by Nick Coppolino. Wait for the snap. Snap hold. And right through. Extra points good. 7-0 Golden Bears. What a start for this Kutztown offense. Wow, what a great job. Just hitting the gas early. That's what we've talked about all pregame show. Would they be able to hit the gas early? And obviously they did. The fire trucks player and the sirens are going. It's a great day to be a Golden Bear. Let's see if they can hold this. Now let's try to turn it to our sideline reporter, Mr. Mitchell Smedley. Mitch, what do you got for us, kid? Thank you so much. So much, Josh. What an energetic first drive. You were talking about it. They're going to stack the box, and they did early. And Kutztown said, you know what? Fine. We can run it better than you can stop it. First and 15, handoff. Usually that's a passing down. And then just on those key, uh, key plays like the third and long, just going up top. And the big passing plays is what got them down the field by the arm of Donnie Blaine. Very impressive, energized uh, opening drive. And it reflects the attitude on the bench. And it reflects the attitude we heard all week. You know, I took... You know, I walk around, I think the temperature of the school. People wanted revenge after what happened here at Andre Reed Stadium at the end of last season. One drive in, they're getting their revenge, guys. Back up to you. Thanks a lot, Mitch. And, uh, yeah, you said it. He said the words right out of our mouth, Jack, getting revenge early, and this is something you want to see. And you got to you gotta wonder, for Marcel Quarterman, who's the offensive coordinator, he's definitely got to be happy with what he's seeing. Absolutely. Correction, it was Dawson Evans, though, on the extra point, not Nick Coppolino. Dawson Evans, hey, I'm sorry to interrupt, Jack, but Dawson Evans actually came out of my high school. Schuylkillhaven proud, baby. So Nathan Millard will kick it away, and that'll be good for a touchback. Bounced at the one-yard line, so Shepard nearly had a scare. Whoa. It does trickle into the end zone. So now we'll get our first look at Tyson Bajan in this Rams offense. And Tyson. You mentioned how potent they are in the pregame, Josh. Yeah, Tyson Bajan we talked about. And he's just so powerful. And you got to wonder if he's going to go to Ronnie Brown on the first drive. It's going to be really interesting to see what Tyson does right here. Absolutely. We mentioned Marlon Cook in the pregame also with how efficient he has been as a receiver this year. Big test up front for this Golden Bears defensive line. Nigel Wilson, Kyle Sapp. Tom Pellegrino and Domenico Italiani certainly have to have a great effort today. They're going to go out for Marlon Cook. Wrapped up. Great tackle there by Antoine Lloyd. Great job by Antoine Lloyd just to read that right away. And great job by also Cam Wolf and Amon Justice just to fly to the ball. That's something you teach a lot in defense. Fly to the ball as early as possible, and they're doing that. Great to see. Great read on everybody's and definitely something you love to see for as a Kutztown fan. Absolutely. They try to hit Cook in a little dig route. Unsuccessful. So second and 10 from the 29. Snap handoff. Left side. He's got plenty of room to run. Does Ronnie Brown wrapped up at about the 35-yard line. Cody Scherer on the tackle there. So that six-yard gain is good to move the sticks as it was second and six, not second and 10. My apologies. And you gotta wonder, is Ronnie Brown gonna be, you know, one of the biggest problems for Kutztown's defense? Two weeks ago was for Caliu, it was Eric McCann the third, and you gotta wonder if Ronnie Brown's gonna be that same issue. Bajan in the gun, Brown was left. Three wide, four wide receivers on the field. Bajan takes a snap, looking over the middle, looking for Cook. 
broken up by Justin Harris. Great play by the redshirt senior from Deptford, New Jersey. Was all over Cook as that pass got there to punch it out of his hands. Sorry, sorry. I'm still getting in the spring of things here, kid. I really am. I'm, I'm so excited for this game. Great replay. Justin Harris just falling the receiver right around the middle. Great spot. And that's definitely something you want to see as, you know, the Kutztown defense. And also, too, for the defensive coordinator, Eric Fargo. This really Bajan takes a snap looking left side. He's got his man all alone. Ball is out. It's loose on the ground. Who's got it? Fight, Fight at the bottom of the pile. That was number seven, Kenny Edelin, on the reception. I don't know. Everybody's everybody's looking. It's this is like a little campfire here on on the. Oh. So Edelin comes out of the pile with the football. It'll stick with the Rams. As that was a near stare, the true freshman receiver from Middletown, Delaware, got the first down of the Golden Bear 49. It was out alone in space, but Wary did a great job coming around, punching the ball out of his hands. But Edelin pounced right on top of it to keep it with Shepard. Nearly a big turnover in the early going for Kutztown. Wow, Tyson Bajan honestly might be shaking in his shoes right now. That was definitely not a turnover that he wanted. Takes a snap, Brown slips through the middle, but wrapped up at about the 47 for a gain of two. The pack of Golden Bears in the number area. So Pellegrino and Wary combine to bring down Brown. And we mentioned, Josh, this Shepard offense, a lot of chunk plays. You've seen him be a little conservative in the early going. Stick him in the underneath. Not any deep shots from Bajan. Let's see if that changes here. Yeah, I'm waiting to see if Tyson Bajan can show off his arm a little bit, put on a little clinic here, but he hasn't done that yet. He's a little shocked here, to say the least. Quick out in the flat, was looking for the tight end, Brian Walker. Bajan overthrows him though, and a now long third and eight for Shepard. And we got a little scrum in the backfield here. Ronnie Brown and looks like Nigel Wilson, a CJ Brown. We're going at it there a little after the play. Good job by the referees though, not calling any flags. It was from both sides. Yeah, it would have just been offsetting penalties, but no, I, I mean, I really hate to say it, but that's kind of normal here. That really is normal. It is. It's going to be a chippy matchup. No love lost between these two squads, and we're here in Andre Reed Stadium. Get pretty loud here. Third and eight from the Golden Bear 47. Bajan in the gun. Four wide receivers on the field. Bajan looking to the right. He's got all day to throw. Now finds some pressure. Rolls out to the right. Dumps it underneath. Dropped. Had a man. Incomplete on the far side, now fourth and eight. Was looking for his running back, Ronnie Brown in the flat. And that is gonna be a fourth and eight. So now the punt team onto the field for Shepard. Big stop by the Golden Bears. Great job by Clutchtown defense. Really struggling there on that drive was Tyson Bajan. And you gotta wonder next drive out how he's gonna respond. And that's a little uncomfortable, yes, Josh. I, no, what what hand motion are you doing here? Are you are you one of those little red hats down there that does those? Oh no! Flag before the oh pun. no! I might be a false start on Shepard. 
You call it a Josh false start, it is. Right? I think it was. I believe they said number 88. Well, it's the new Fisher, the redshirt sophomore. So it's the punter, Ryan Barrick. The redshirt sophomore for the Rams getting ready to try and boot it away. It's like Antoine Lloyd back as the return man. But just continuing on my point, though, Jack, this is this is a great first drive for the defense but, and both offense to see. We were wondering how they were going to respond coming out of the locker room to start the game. And it's really interesting to see now for Donnie Blaine's second drive how he's going to do. So Barrick boots it away. Lloyd back to return. Calls for a fair catch. Bobbled it a little bit but reels Ooh. it in at about the nine-yard line. All right, so we're, we're, we are going to get a sideline report from our good friend Mitchell Smedley. Mitch, what do you got? Mitch, what do you got for us, kid? Thank you, Josh. Well, you guys kind of mentioned it on that third and eighth play. This place got loud. That was directly after the little scrum in the backfield. Direct correlation right there. The fans want to see this Kutztown team as mad as they were after last year's defeat. This defense, we were all wondering, how are they going to come out against this high-flying Shepard offense? And, I mean, you saw a couple chunk plays, but then shut them down with a fumble, with a scrum. Energy right here. The sideline clapping along the whole time fun start for this Kutztown team, both offense and defense. Back up to you guys for the second offensive drive. And thank you, Mitch. First play, not much going on there for Kutztown. Darryl Davis McNeil wrapped up. Malik Holloway getting in the backfield again. He's had a couple of disruptions early on in this one for the Shepard defense. And Malik Holloway, he's been a, he's been a, big, he's been a big part of this defense. We talked about him with we talked about all these big weapons for Shepard, and he was one of them that we talked about, and he's definitely showing us what he can do. Absolutely. So Darrell Davis-McNeil checks out the field. We'll get our first look at Jordan Davis today. Hand off to the right side. Great block across the 10, 15, 20. And out across the 25 to the 26, Jordan Davis. Fantastic job bouncing to the outside and using that quick burst of speed to get a big chunk on second down. Jordan Davis is just so small, but so mighty. I've never seen probably a running back that small in college football before, and he is so mighty. Many people, I, I think, underestimate him around the league, but don't overlook Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis can do a lot of damage to teams, and he just shows Shepard what he can do. Absolutely, that goes for a 17-yard run. Lane takes the snap, fakes the handoff. Bootleg finds his tight end out to the 34. Correction, that was Jake Novak, but he was lined up along the line. Great catch by Curtis Ravenel Jr., excuse me. Great job. And definitely something you want to see, you know. He's been a big factor in this, in, in the offense over the years, not only this year, but last year, and he is stepping up. We talked about how Donnie Blaine's going to have to beat Shepard with his arm. But I think he's being Shepard with both the running game and the throwing game as well, Jack. Absolutely. Absolutely. The offense is flowing. Maybe the best you've seen all year. Second and two. Hand off to Davis. Plunging up the middle. There's a late flag that comes in. Looks like he got to the 36, which would be good for a first down. Why is the flag thrown all the way back, though, at the 32 when the play was even started at the 34? I don't get that. I, and the offense looks like they're backing up. Appears to be holding call. Which really hurts because that looked like it was good for a first down. 
That's their second illegal formation, Jack. Those are 15 early yards that, that definitely are very costly. You're making all these great plays. Then you do an illegal formation, a holding, a false start offsides. This is what kills the team right here. And you got to wonder what Jim Clements is going to say at halftime or at the end of this quarter to try to limit these penalties. Absolutely. You mentioned it. Three for 15, all pre-snap penalties thus far. You know, when you try to beat a team like Shepard, quality can't be having these these hiccups. So instead of a second and two and a potential first down with that two-yard carry from Davis, it's now second and seven. Lane will take the snap. Davis is going for a wheel route. Got bumped by number three, the linebacker, Dwayne Grantham. And that's going to be a, penalty, a passing interference. Dwayne Grantham was not happy about that call. He's still arguing, but it's clear as day. He bumped Jordan Davis off of his route. You can, you know, you can push a guy towards the sideline, but you can't run into him and give him a full-on shot. First of all, he didn't even look for the ball, which is your first problem. Second of all, he pushed him down. And that's your second problem. I, and now the referees are discussing this. I don't know what much is there to discuss. It's, it's as clear as day pass interference. So I'll give Kutztown an automatic first down. They're going to call it on number five, Clayton Batten. We did. We thought it was on Dwayne Grantham. It what? looked like Grantham was in the coverage there. He was. But I, I it's a mixed up number from the referees. But nonetheless, it's a passing interference. I mean, it'll look good on the stats, but it was clearly on Dwayne Grantham. Absolutely. So 4.59 to go in this fast-moving first quarter. It's 7-0 cuts down if you're just joining us. And the Golden Bears have really controlled this game thus far. They've done a great job getting off to a fast start here at home. Yeah, this is just really a, an interesting matchup to say the least. And a missed snap call. Blaine was trying to communicate. Maybe some motions or some switches in the formation, but it was snapped by Glasgow, and luckily Blaine falls on top of it. That could have been tragic for a Kutztown. That could have been something, Jack. That really could have been a lot of trouble, but luckily it hit right off Blaine, and he was able to just dive right on top of it. Only loses a yard, so second and 11 from the 35-yard line. Blaine looking to pass. Scott Time stands in the pocket looking downfield. Intended receiver was Brandon Smith. We'll set up a third and down and 11. They converted a third and 11 on the first drive with a 22 yard completion to Jerome Cap. Let's see if Shepard will try to bring a little bit more pressure this time around. Yeah, it's going to be a really important drive to say the least, Jack. It's going to be really important to see how Kutztown is going to respond to all this adversity throughout the first quarter 15 penalty yard uh, a lot of a lot of penalties going around to both teams that missed snap on the first play of the of the first to ten rams only rushing three they're going to swing it out to davis in the flat trying to cut up field wrapped up at about the 39 yard line and that's going to be well short of the line again and it'll set up a punt situation for the golden bears so Batten and Mule in the area. I'm a little confused though by that play, Jack. I don't know why you would throw a slant. Yeah, you throw a little uh throw a little dump down, check down pass in the flat. 
to your running back there when you needed 11 yards, not really understanding that play call. But fourth and seven, and the punt is blocked. The punt is blocked, and Shepard will start at the Golden Bears 37-yard line. It appears number 49. JT Kumayao is how you pronounce that name. I had a little trouble with the pronunciation. So Nathan Millard's punt did get deflected, and man, that hurts. Only Great a, starting field position now for Shepard. Only a freshman too, mind you. So he's he made a big play though, and you got to wonder how Kutzen's defense is going to respond. 3:37 left to play first quarter. So the freshman linebacker blocks the freshman's punt. Bajan will take the snap, fake the handoff, looking down the field, and he throws it well out of bounds. Looking for Ryan Beach, who we saw last year. He was a the slot receiver for the Shepherd team, and he was a big part of why they went so far. He was able to do a lot in space, check it down to in the flats, just let him run, and he can do a lot of different things. But Bajan has not looked comfortable so far in this first quarter. He's yeah. trying to get into a groove, and he hasn't been able to do so thus far. Yeah, Bajan's really having a little struggle here. There was a flag on the field as well. Um, it was a sideline warning, so no no yards lost. Just let's have got to back up their sideline a little bit. Now, I get it's a very intense game, but you can't get a sideline. Got to keep your sideline under control here. Walking the tight end motion to the left side of the formation. Ryan Beach will join the other receivers on the right side. Bajan drops back, looking to throw across the middle. He's got his tight end, Walker, for a first down. Down to the Golden Bears 25-yard line, and that's just too easy. Yeah, that was not great pass coverage. I think uh, you know, Tyler, you know, Tyler Wary could have done a better job of reading that play, excuse me, but I, I, I think as well, though, just I think that falls on everybody on the defense. A lot of a lot of people could have been done, doing a lot of things differently, but I think it really just falls on Tyler Wary. Walk, Walker is wide open up in the middle of the field. They're going to hand it off up the gut on first down. Blake Hartman on the carry. Blake Hartman on the carry. True freshman running back from Inwood, West Virginia. Second and seven for the Rams at the KU 22. So a gain of three for Hartman. We mentioned Ronnie Brown, but Hartman is the backup here. Looks like they might be doing the same thing as we do with Daryl Davis, McDill, and Jordan Davis. Keep these running backs fresh. The key opportunity for Shepard to strike. He started at the 37 and cuts down from a blocked punt. Second and seven, they're going to go with a handoff. Great job from Cam Wolf to trip him up from behind. Coming all the way from the other side of the formation to bring him down. Great read by just one. Great read by Cam Wolf, and I, I, we could see him coming across the corner, and he read that right away. Stayed home, tripped him up. Great stop. Now here's the biggest play I think of the first quarter right here. Big down, third and six from the 26-yard line. Golden Bears looked like they were going to send pressure. Bajan looks into the sideline for an audible. Communicating to the line. Andre Reed Stadium getting loud. Third and six. Bajan takes the snap. Rolling out to the right. Fires. That is caught by the running back, Ronnie Brown. It's not going to be enough, though. Cam Wolf there to make the tackle. Marks him down at the 17. 
17. So a gain of four, fourth to two. Field goal unit on for Shepard. Now just stack the box, pressure them. Trying to rattle the kicker. Jacob Haney on to a try, the 34-yard field goal. Snaps high, puts it down, kick. It got tipped, no good. Great job by this special teams unit. And an amazing job specifically by Justin Harris. Justin Harris, remember his name. Oh wait, they might be calling a penalty now on Footsound because they just pointed to Footsound's side. And Josh, do you know that field goal attempt was doomed from the beginning? That snap was high. Tough job for the holder to put it down. They had to rush the kick and they got deflected at the line of scrimmage. So Shepard fails to capitalize. And I apologize for the misinformation. The, so the referees were mean and I thought, you know, maybe a penalty, but it was just where they, what hash they wanted to put it on. So Shepard fails to cash in on the blocked punt. Special teams playing a factor early. Blaine takes a snap, firing for Cap. Tipped and picked off. Returned by Batten all the way for a Shepard touchdown. Clayton Batten cashes in there. Blaine zipped it in looking for Jerome Cap. A little too far inside, tipped up into the air. Batten comes down with it and takes it all the way back for the score. And that is how momentum flips quickly in this one. Yeah, not the way you want to start, Obvi obviously, this drive, but... A 28-yard interception return for a touchdown. And the extra point from Haney's good. Shepard has tied it up at seven. And that really just sucks the life out of all the positivity you got from that blocked field goal. Yeah, that, that, would, that definitely turned a lot of momentum, I think. I think that was definitely a heartbreaker. But for Blaine, you can't let it affect you. You got to shake it off as now it's a 7-7 ball game. You know, big talking point coming to this game is, you know, for a team looking to try to pull off a big win at home in Kutztown, limit the turnovers, win the turnover battle, and so far, these teams have put, you know, Shepard put it on the ground earlier in this quarter, blocked punt and a blocked and a missed field goal that was a little bit deflected at the line, and now a pick six, so. Yeah, fair not, share of mistakes from both sides early on. Yeah, not, not the way you want to start, obviously. This is definitely a, a tough first quarter. Um, you know, a pick six is never good. But you got to wonder how Kutztown's going to respond now. It's it's not about the mistakes you make. It's about how you respond. Absolutely. you got to come out here on offense and find a way to erase what just happened. you got to go out there and go down the field and get some points. And Blaine, you know, prior to that pick six, he looked really sharp. He really did. But, you know, one mistake gives Shepard a tie right back in this ballgame. 54 seconds to go in quarter number one. So Haney getting ready to boot it away. Ellen back to return. And it'll just take a kneel down in the end zone for a touchback. Haney's kick is down in the end zone for a touchback. 
and not much time left in the first quarter. So looks like we're going to be going in at after the at the end of the first quarter, tied at seven. But obviously, even though of that mistake, I'm really not disappointed of Kutztown's offense. I think they've done a pretty good job of getting seven points on early on the board. I'm a little disappointed, however, of that pick six, but overall, I'm, I'm pretty pleased by the effort they're putting out. Yeah, the offenses look pretty sharp so far, but, you know, bad ending to the last couple drives, blocked punt, pick six. They got to find a way to turn the corner and get things back in the right direction. First and ten, Blaine takes a snap, handoff Daryl Davis McNeil, plunging across the 25 at a cross near to the 30. So a solid gain on first down. Daryl Davis McNeil carries for Kutztown. Number 36, Mike Forbes on the stop. So we'll mark him at the 30 for a gain of five. Definitely got to get something more going here. I, I think I think a deep pass might actually do a lot of good because you can see they're stacked in the box right now. But... Obviously, you got to wonder what Donnie Blaine is thinking here. With These Darryl safeties David. are playing in. You have to mention it. Maybe a time to take a shot. They're going to go outside handoff. Daryl Davis with Neal. Thrusted forward by number nine, Malik Holloway. So I'll mark him at the 33 and make it a third and short. Well, we've reached the end of the first quarter. It is number five, Shepard seven, and Kutztown seven. We're now going to send it down, though, to our sideline reporter, Mitchell Smedley. Mitch, what do you got for us? Well, Jack, we talked a lot about how this uh, revenge was going well early on. Well, uh, the next shot was fired with that pick six. Took all of the life out of the read, as they call it. Uh, Andre Reed Stadium, very quiet. Uh, you know, to steal a line from a TV show. Panic is not advised, although it is recommended here at Andre Reed Stadium. Back up to you guys for the second quarter. Big third down coming up, Jeff. Thank you, Mitch, for that. Update and Jack, not the ending to the first quarter you would like to see, but I, I've seen a lot of promise though on this drive though, Jack, for Kutztown. Quick quick two running plays. That'll give them a third down and two to start the second quarter. But really interesting to see what Donnie Blaine is going to do, if he's going to air it out or if he's going to go directly to the run game. You know, for Kutztown, whatever they elect to go with, you got to get this first down here, considering the momentum that Shepard has in their favor. They just got the pick six. They had that block punt. They've had some positive plays go their way. If you go three and out here on offense, it's going to put a lot of pressure on your defense uh, to try to bottle up the Shepard offense zone and keep him in check because through one quarter, Shepard hasn't had a lot going offensively. Yeah, really, they haven't done much. I, I was really shook that Tyson Bajan didn't show us more than what I expected. I thought he would put on a clinic here. But really, I think uh, that also goes to the testament of Kutztown's defense to not limit any points on their drives. Really, the only points came from Kutztown's offense. So, I, I really, I, I we should really be giving more credit to the defense. But really interesting to see what's going to happen here now. Absolutely. Cap motions in from the outside. Takes a snap. Handoff Daryl Davis. McNeil cuts up the field. Did he get enough to gain? They're going to mark him at the 35. They're going to give him the first down. Yes, they are. Did a great job. It looked a little shaky when he cut to the outside and a stop and cut up. But fights for those two yards he needs and gives the Golden Bears a new set of downs. 
Yeah, definitely something that, you know, Daryl Davis big deal. It was a nice read. Obviously hitting the outside corner, which worked before the end of the first quarter. But then he realized all the defenders were reading very well. Nice cut up and a great job to get just two yards for the first down. And up at the middle, a lot of room to run out across the 40. Brought down at about the 41 yard line. Number four, Anelio Pena, and number three, Dwayne Grantham makes the shot. That will, that will take him to about the 41-yard line, and that will bring up a second down and four. But a great job once again by by Daryl Davis McDeal. He just came out of the game, Jordan Davis back on. But I really think just a great job to hit the defender up the middle, just follow all the way, see how much you can go, and that gave him six yards. And I think Jordan Davis should do the exact same if he gets the ball right here. Yeah, you he can definitely look for a run here. It's been working early and often. Kutztown's been very efficient on third down, also three for four. Blaine looking to air it out. He's got cap across midfield. Sips are a man. Out to about the 40-yard line of Shepard. And we've seen a lot from Jerome Cap in the early going. He's a guy who's averaged only 38 receiving yards a game, but he's the leading receiver for this team. He's got a lot of experience. Does the grad student from Bardo, Pennsylvania. And great job, great job just to sit down Dante Harrison. He, he just pushed him down it almost. He, he basically told him to sit down. And just a great job, great job to beat that one-on-one. Once again, that's something he's been doing all day, it really seems like, Jack. Absolutely. Now, Blaine has eclipsed 100 yards through the air, one-on-one. His season highs of 153 against Cal U, so he's certainly having an efficient day through the air. Capping a screenplay. Reaches the ball to about the 33, and that's a gain of about seven on first down. And he is, Jerome Cap has been somebody that Kutztown looks to every year, and he just keeps stepping up. Great job by Jerome Cap, and he is just somebody that he is so impressive to watch. And and he's just he's carrying the team on his back right now. It's been three, you know, a four-man show of Donnie Blaine, Jordan Davis, Daryl Davis, McNeil, and Jerome Cap. Curtis Ravenel's had a great first half too. He's got 52 receiving yards, so can't discount the two big plays he's had through the air for 27 and 25. Hand off Jordan Davis, trying to cut up. No gain there, and I'll make it third down and short. Keyshawn Haley there to wrap up Davis. Now you gotta wonder if Donnie Blaine is gonna go deep here or just a quick in and out to Jerome Cap. That's been working all throughout the first half, but you gotta wonder what if he's gonna try to mix it up a little bit or he's just gonna stay to what is comfortable to him. But I. I'm, I'm sorry, just, but uh, just um, I, I don't think sometimes in a game like this you can't say what you're comfortable with. You gotta go uncomfortable. Maybe four down territory here from the 33. Blaine fakes the handoff, looking to throw, and he's got his man to the 20. That is Jake Novak. It looked like Blaine had a clear lane to run, but pulled up was patient and found his receiver across the middle of the field for a gain of 12 and good enough for another Golden Bear first down. Great job just to stay patient for Donnie Blaine, but I was really shocked that he didn't take off. I He had all the room that he needed to. There was plenty of green ahead, Josh. Yeah, I, I'm really shocked, but I, obviously he's he didn't want to run off. He was waiting for the wide receiver, and great job. First and 10 for the 21, looking to get back down in the red zone. Going to go misdirection, Daryl Davis McNeil. Going to give him a loss of a yard. He is stopped by number 11, Kyle Smith. 
So Kyle Smith there to bring him down. Second and 11 at the 22. Now you gotta wonder, obviously they're stopping the runs here. Now are you just gonna run a straight pass, shot to the end zone, or are you just gonna keep running your quick in and outs? It's it's really tough to say now. Obviously they're doing what they're comfortable with. Just a quick in and out. Here's your in field goal range here. So maybe there's, you know, you maybe take a shot on second down, a little more conservative on third down. Lennon take the snap, fakes the handoff, rolls out, trying to fire it away, and he does. Was about to get sacked. Definitely good for him to get it away because that would have pinned him easily at the 35 and made a, th a third down and about, I would say, at least 20. He was getting chased by Dwayne Grantham. So Blaine nearly, nearly took a big loss, but was able to just fire it away. Third and 11 for the 22. Golden Bears have been efficient on third down. We've mentioned it already. They are four for five on third down conversions so far here in half number one. Blaine takes a snap. He's got time. Looking to the end zone. He's got Cap. Touchdown, Golden Bears. Jerome Cap. 22 yards all alone down the left sideline and a perfect throw from Donnie Blaine. Great job on both ends of, of that play. Great job by Donnie Blaine. Stay patient after being rushed the play before. Great job by Jerome Cap to beat the secondary. Great job all, all the way around. Great job by the boys in the trenches to hold the boys on the defense back. I, w I wouldn't even say it's all on one person. That is an 11-man effort right there. Great job of the offensive line, keeping Blaine protected for quite some time. And, of course, Cap slipping behind the defense down the sideline, reeling in a touchdown. Evans' extra point right down Main Street. It's 14-7 Golden Bears. What a response drive. We mentioned how they had to try to get some points to get this momentum back in their favor, and they have done exactly that by cashing in for a touchdown. And let's send it down to our sideline reporter, Mr. Mitchell Smedley. Mitchell, what do you got for us, kid? Well, it took a little bit, but the energy is revitalized down here. I was watching the field goal kicking team warming up. They didn't need that. That turned out to be an extra point attempt that they were warming up for. I mean, on a third and long like that, this this place went wild, especially uh, considering the circumstances, you know, giving up the pick six, tying up the game. But Kutztown backed up by a score. We're, we're into the second quarter here, folks. And, uh, I mean, Jack, we talk about it on heavy hitters, upset of the week. Well, I may have missed one here. I forgot to mention Kutztown upset number five, Shepard, so boss. Back to you guys. And thank you, Mitch, for that quick update. Back to the game now. Kick away by Millard. It's going to be a touchback. Ronnie Brown was in the area. Along with Alfonso Ferrey. So Shepard gets it back. And this offense has not marched the length of the field yet so far. They, the only touchdown drive they had was from the defense. And when they started at the 37 from that blocked punt, they missed a field goal attempt. So this offense has not given Shepard much positivity in this first half. And a lot of that credit goes to this Kutztown defense 
making big plays when they needed it and getting timely stops. Yeah, good sense defense is really showing what they got here. And it's important to mention that Shepard's defense has only averaged 12 points a game. Good sense has overtaken that average now. They have scored 14 points on Shepard's defense. So it's really important to see now how Shepard is going to respond both offensive and defensively. Brown will take the first down handoff. Not much of a gain, maybe about two. The pack of Golden Bears wrapped them up. Maybe a, maybe a yard gain at most. I don't know about a two-yard gain. That might have been... That might not have been the best spot in the world, but... Minimal gain nonetheless. But I want to go back to this on offense real quickly. I mean, they have looked real comfortable. Cap, four for 70 and a touchdown. Two touchdown drives in the early going, but Bajan takes a second down snap, getting pressured, rolling out, firing. Incomplete. Penalty flag immediately comes in, and you got to think maybe intentional grounding here as that ball did not appear to get back to the line of scrimmage. But what my question, though, is I think he might have been out of the pocket. Did it look like that? Looked like he was out of the tackle box. Oh, it's a holding. Holding. So there'll be a second down and long now for Shepard. The receiver was in the area, but you know you always have to wonder with those flags behind the play on throwaway situations like that that don't get out of bounds. 10-yard penalty puts the ball at the Shepard 17-yard line. Second down and 18. So a second and 18, well behind the sticks. And at some point or another, you got to take the handcuffs of Bajan here if you're Shepard. Have not seen him been able to throw it around the yard. Yeah, I thought Tyson Bajan would be a little bit more. He's got protection here, and he had a man open. He was looking for Brian Walker down the seam, but put it just over his outstretched arm. And that'll be a third and 18. And Tyson Bajan's telling his receivers, keep going, keep going. But but I, I don't know if he realizes that a good sound's defense is so good that they can't. I, I, it's, it's tough for both sides of the ball because Tyson Bajan is telling his receivers, keep going. The receivers can't. So it's a, it's a lot of miscommunication on both sides of the ball, not only for Tyson Bajan, but also his receivers as well. And again, there were three Golden Bears in the area, but Walker was open in the middle of that zone. Third and 18, high snap, Bajan, getting flushed, steps up. Trying to evade a sack, down he goes! Wow, what a sack! Earl Bowles gets home for the sack, and it's going to be a punt for Shepard. Bajan was looking to air it out down the field. Got flushed back inside the pocket, and Voles wrapped him up from behind. Quick three and out, ladies and gentlemen, for the Golden Bears. Great job. Way to get great job by Earl Voles to get to Tyson Bajan. Show him what we could do. Barrett punting from his own end zone now. Low arcing punt. Lloyd hit right away. Took a big hit. Really hope to God he's okay. Man, that was a huge hit. That was Noam Alexander there to wrap him up. 
It'll be first and 10 for the Golden Bears at midfield. So the Golden Bears will start at midfield, though. Great field position and a chance to know, get some more momentum on this offense and put the Rams back on their heels. Put some more points on the board. Let's do it. Why, why not? You know, Big chance to make it 21-7. This, this, this is a big drive for the Golden Bears. Going up, if you can, by two touchdowns. Going into halftime. Only 8.48 left to play, so I would even try to extend this drive as much as possible. Take as much time off the clock as you possibly can. Jordan Davis in the backfield to start this drive. Blaine fakes the handoff. He's got kept down the seam. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Golden Bears. Whoa, mercy. Blaine and Kep got that connection strong today. What a start to the drive. One play, 50 yards. Wow. Great job by Donnie Blaine, ladies and gentlemen. Donnie Blaine, remember his name. He is showing that he is the big leader right here. He's looking a lot like Tyson Bajan did last year. He is amazing. We told everybody he would have to beat this team with their, his arm. He's doing it. They're beating them with the run. It's amazing, ladies and gentlemen. This is a game that is currently in Kutztown's hands right now. Evans trying for the extra point. Right through, 21-7 Golden Bears. Wow, this offense has a new look to it today, Josh. Donnie Blaine, we mentioned, you said it. He was going to have to beat Shepard with his arm, and he's done it so far. And you remember last year in that playoff game, he came in and played fantastic against the same Shepard team. So something about Donnie Blaine playing against these Shepard Rams, isn't it? Oh, my God, Donnie Blaine just has a knack for this team. And I, I don't know what it is, but I love it. But, let, you know what, let's let's send it down to our sideline reporter, Mitchell Spendley, because there's only so much we can say up here in the booth. Let's send it down to him. Mitch, what do you got for us? Well, there's only so much we could say down here, too. I mean, what a play, what a drive. One play, quick summary, and the, the coaching staff now really – I, they're feeling it, you know. One, one of them walked up right in front of me, looked at the team down the sideline and said, let's start putting it on them. Let's go. I mean, this is the time. It's 21-7. They're still screaming down here. This sideline, I mean, you saw them get a, uh, a penalty earlier, draw the flag. That started from, from the first play of this game. The sideline has been into it. Took a bit of a hurting with the block and the pick six. But Kutztown's here, baby. They're here to stay. Upset alert. Shepard, back up to you guys. Thanks a lot, Mitch. Appreciate that. Kickoff, Brown. He's going to take it out of the end zone. Across the 10. 20, big return out across the 25. Still on his feet. 30, 35, 40, 45 midfield. Brown's got a lane. He might take it all the way to the house. And he will. Unbelievable. And a 100-yard kickoff return touchdown. Oh, my God. That is unbelievable. That is ridiculous at its finest. I cannot believe that. That is a terrible job by the kickoff team. They got to try their best to at least tackle them, but they couldn't. And that is a monumental play for Shepard. Brown took it in the end zone, thought about kneeling it, decided to run it out, cut to the left side of the field, thought he might be wrapped up at about the 20, but evades a tackler, 
and just weaves in and out of Golden Bears all across the field and took it down to the Shepherd sideline for the touchdown. I mean, that's just, wow. That's all you could say. I mean, 21-7, you think you have your, you think you have it so far in terms of controlling this game, but, you know, you saw the defense get a pick six, now a special teams touchdown for Shepard, and these are big plays to keep them in this game. I mean, when their offense hasn't been able to do a whole lot in the half number one, it's been the defense and the special teams to step up early on. So that will cut it back to a seven-point lead. And our past sports coordinator, Noah Pegler, I know he's listening. Hey, Noah, what's up? But he said it better than we could. Come on, make a tackle. You got to make a play against Shepard. You can't just let him run 100 yards just right past it. And that is exactly what they did. I I still can't even believe it. That's that's impossible. But that is that's... That's not good for the Kutztown defense right now. I mean, if I sounded a little excited during the call, it's not because I'm happy Shepard scored. It was just, I was just in, in shock. In shock that Brown was able to take that all the way for a touchdown. I, It was crazy play. I mean, wow. Just wow. Kickoff away from Hayden. Now Ravenel will take it from about the six. Can he answer with a return touchdown of his own? No, he'll be wrapped up at about the 21-yard line. Number two, Curtis Ravenel Jr. on the return from the six-yard line. Now Kutztown's offense has to go back to work. It's going to be with, with Jerome Cap, Daryl Davis-McNeil, Jordan Davis, Curtis Ravenel Jr., Jake Novak, Donnie Blade, of course. All these players have to make a big play right here, and it's it's got to start now. And we've seen big plays from both sides. We saw that 50-yard touchdown for Cap for the Golden Bears, of course. And as we just saw, the 100-yard kickoff return touchdown. But now it's about responding for this Golden Bears offense. Still 8.20 to go in half number one. And this first quarter went pretty fast. But this second one, a lot slower pace. First play is a handoff. Minimal game for Daryl Davis McNeil. Zero Solomon Alexander. Number seven, Keyshawn Haley. Just not a great start to the drive, obviously. With a run right out the middle to uh, Daryl Davis McNeil, but now you gotta wonder. Three receivers near side, two men in the backfield. You gotta wonder if he's just gonna air it out here. They're stacking the box. It might not be the worst idea to air, just air it out. I'm gonna go with Daryl Davis McNeil on a handoff. Absolutely nothing. It's gonna be a third and long here. 26, Daryl Davis McNeil carries for Kutztown. Number three, Dwayne. Not sure really why they're running it here. They're obviously stacking the box. You can see it. Just I, I'm I'm a little confused why they would keep running it. Let's just air it out. They're trying to go with an outside zone scheme there on the run play to Daryl Davis McNeil, but was bottled up immediately, like you mentioned. So third and seven. Two receivers in the tight end. McKenzie to the left side of the formation. Ravenel alone on the right. Blaine takes the snap. He's got time. Novak slipped, gets up and makes the catch out across the 30. To the 32, that's good for eight yards and just enough for a Golden Bear first down. Oh my God, can you believe that? He fell down, got right back up, caught it, fell down again, and somehow got the first down. Can you believe that? Both of these teams are playing with so much heart. And I told everybody in the pregame show, 
It'll be one with skills, agility, but also with heart. Whoever has the biggest heart is going to win this game. And it's really amazing to see right here. A little mistake there in the backfield. Looked like he slipped up a little bit, Jack. So a loss of a couple yards there. Second and 13, loss of three. Now you gotta wonder, just why is Kutztown just going with two runs and then a pass? Two runs and then a pass. Two runs and a pass. Why wouldn't he go pass, 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 maybe a run, pass? You know, passes are working for them, obviously. I just don't get it. Second and 13, they're gonna go to Daryl Davis McNeil to try to get some yardage back. Number 26, Daryl Davis McNeil carries for Kutztown. Number four, Lenny Opinia. Wayne Grantham on the stop there. Not much, if anything. No gain for Daryl Davis McNeil. So another third and long, third and 13. And we mentioned many times they're big on these third down conversions. This cuts down. They are six for seven on third downs today. Incredibly efficient, but they're going to need one on a third and long. This doesn't even make sense. Why would why wouldn't you just go with the three runs? Obviously, just I I don't get it. Blaine takes the snap. Getting rushed off the edge. He's got Smith underneath across the 35 to the 40. Trying to cut a field to the 45-yard line. He'll get it. That's a first down. Yes, sir, it is. Great job from Blaine to stay patient in the pocket. He was feeling heat from the left side, but stood in there, took a hit, and made a nice throw on that drag route to Brandon Smith across the middle of the formation. Just a great job. Great read all the way around. Great job just to meet him. He was, Donnie Blaine was getting rushed, but... Great job to remain calm under pressure. That's something he's been doing all season. And one thing I like, too, they're taking off a lot of time on this drive. They're not letting Shepard get the ball back because, remember, to start this second half, they'll get the ball. Novak motions to the backfield. They're going to hand it off. Daryl Davis McNeil spins off of a tackle, plunging his way across midfield to the Shepard 49-yard line. So a gain of six on first down. Did a great job making a man miss in the backfield to get a positive gain. And now I kind of get why they're doing these runs. They're taking time off the clock. I think, I think that was part of their overall plan. And I just, I just missed that, unfortunately. I, I just didn't see that. But, you know, you know, something that just is that something that slipped my mind. But. Obviously, Kutztown has a plan here. It looks like they're going to go another run up the middle, though. Second and four, Donnie, and Blaine, Donnie Blaine under center. Going to give the handoff. Darren Davis McNeil at the middle. Looks like he had a hole for just Whoa. a second. They're going to mark him down at the 45. That's a first down, too. That is good for another Golden Bear first down. So an efficient drive. They're moving the ball. Taking time off, like you mentioned, Josh. Keep mixing and matching these tight ends, Moyer, McKenzie, and just Lovenguth. And just to mention our point well, about they're taking time off. Only 3:34 left to play in the set, in the first half. Excuse me. First and ten from the Shepherd 45. Blaine fakes the handoff, rolls out, firing to his tight end McKenzie. That's going to be caught. Nice grab. Marked down out of bounds at the 37-yard line. It's a gain of eight on first down. So these play-action bootleg plays have really been working. Get Blaine out of the pocket and get these tight ends and underneath routes, and they've been able to get open. 
Shepard's been biting on a lot of the play action early on. You saw it on that 50-yard touchdown to Cap. Lane faked the handoff. They all pinched down. Cap was all alone across the middle of the field, and it was no chance to catch him from that point. You got to wonder how frustrated Shepard really is right now, just with they're running it up the middle for another first down line. You know? Just de definitely for just for definitely Josh Klein, who's Shepard's defensive coordinator, he's got to be really frustrated with how his defense is performing here. Remember, they only average about 12 points a game. Because they already scored 21, and they're destined to maybe score another touchdown. I don't want to jinx it, but they could at least score three points here. Again, you got to come away with points on this drive. 245 and counting in the first half. Again, very methodical drive led by Donnie Blaine in this offense. And credit to Marcel Quarterman for the play calls today. We're going to go back to Daryl Davis McNeil. He has a big hole on across the 35. 26, Davis and inside the 30 to the 26. Great job by Daryl Davis McNeil just to hit a small hole. And I think this is really showing all the teams, not only Shepard, but also in the PSAC, don't let Daryl Davis McNeil get any holes. That goes for Jordan Davis, too. You obviously see that both of these players, just an ounce of daylight gives them whatever they need. Second down and two up to the eight-yard run for McNeil. Davis checks in the game. They're going to give him the handoff, and he got absolutely bottled up for a loss. That was Dwayne Grantham on the tackle. Dwayne Grantham. Now, I think I would call a timeout if I were Kutztown. Bump him back to the 29, lost to three. Looks like they're not going to, though. Maybe get a first down and maybe call a timeout then. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Minute and a half to go in half number one. McNeil and Davis both in the backfield. Davis a motion out to the right. Blaine's got time across the middle. That's cap again inside the 25. Are they going to get the first down? That's going to be good down? for a first down. They did give him the first down. Yeah, now I would call a timeout. So a gain of about six. Well, when you stop the clock for the chains to move? Because they didn't stop the clock either. That's another thing to mention. It is moment. It is a momentary stop. So if you got the chains set right away, they just quick pause, keep it rolling. Davis motions out to the right. They're going to sling it to him. Spins wrapped up at the 21-yard line for a gain of about two. And Kutztown's going to call their first timeout. Here with 47 seconds to go in half number one. That's their first timeout of the first half. 47 seconds remaining in half number one. But we're now going to send it down to our sideline reporter, Mitchell Smedley, with an update from the field. Mitch, what have you got for us? Well, after that big return, the most popular word on the Kutztown sideline was a word I can't repeat to you guys. But then, one uh, one player in the mix of it all, I couldn't see who because he was instructed by a bunch of other guys around me, but he stood up and he said, hey, no WTFs. Uh, if you would have told me the only ways they score on two, you know, loop plays, you know, my self-esteem is not hurt right now. This team is confident. This team is, is still in it. Uh, you watch them drive right down the field again. This team believes that despite the close score, they're crushing Shepard right now. Back up to you guys. Thank you, Mitch, for the quick update. And, he, and you know, he's, he took the words right out of my mouth again. After that big play, you can't look past in what 
just happened in that play. But also, too, while we're in a timeout, let's get a quick look from some scores around the the league here. Jack, I'm going to have to borrow your laptop here. I'm sorry. Or do you want to read them off? I got, yeah, it. I he, got it here. You know what? Mr. Hollywood's got it, ladies and gentlemen. Score update around the PSAC. We go to the West Division. Cal U leads Edinburgh 28-7. And a stunner in the PSAC East of Westchester at home, trailing Millersville 14-5 with four minutes to go in the first half. We will keep you posted with scores around the conference as the day continues to go on. Blaine will take the snap. Getting flushed out to the right. Fires out of bounds. Smart play. Incomplete. So they'll make it a third and eight. Saves a timeout with 42 seconds to go in half number one. Good coverage from Shepard as not much was open. Yeah, not realistic of what you would like for Kutztown. In, in a sense, too, I think. Just obviously this is a drive that, you know, you need to score. But is it in field goal range? It looks like it. Third and eight from the 21. Blaine in the gun, takes the snap. He's got time, looking at the end zone, looking for Novak. In and out of the hands. Great coverage there by Emilio Pena. Novak, it was a good throw from Blaine. Novak went up into the hands, but just not able to corral it and bring it down. Field goal unit coming on here for the Golden Bears. Dawson Evitz coming onto the field for a field goal try. My hometown native. Trying to stretch it to a 10-point lead. Here with 37 seconds to go in the first half. Novak. Novak to hold the 38-yard field goal. Snap high, gets it down, kick on the way. And it is no good. Evitz pushes it wide left, and the Golden Bears come up empty. That is just a killer, Josh. That really did hurt a lot. You do a great job draining down the clock. Not a lot of time left. A chance to make it a 10-point lead late in half number one, and your special teams unit just not able to bang through a 38-yarder. Just, yeah. un just an unfortunate sequence of events there. You know, the snap, another high snap. You saw on Shepard's field, they had a high snap. That was a high snap, and Novak did a great job to get it down. And Evitz just pushes it to the left on that kick. Bajan takes the snap, first and 10. Fires, he's got his running back, Ronnie Brown. Did a great job to stay up. Justice Wary and another swarm of Golden Bears will wrap him up in bounds to keep the clock rolling. Back number nine, Amani Justice. There is a penalty flag on the play. So a penalty marker down. With 14 seconds to go in the first half. Why are there why are they all the way back though at the 10? The play didn't even start there. Could be a holding on the offense. So roughing the passer gives him 15 yards from the end of the run from Brown on the reception there where he got marked down, and that's a gift. That's a gift penalty there that you're giving Shepard some free yards. And now with a little time to go, you're going to see them try to take some more shots down the field as they are getting closer to Kutztown territory. They're going to reset it to 20 seconds, which doesn't even make sense in itself. They're going to add 
They're going to add six seconds back. And the clock did continue to run for a little bit. So that'll put the ball at Shepard's own 41-yard line. Now with 20 seconds and all three timeouts. Does Ernie McCook get a little aggressive here for the Rams? And can't allow anything over the top. Another problem. A whistle by the referees. They will come together for a little discussion. Little meeting here, maybe. Correction, Shepard took the option to start the game clock on the snap. Please reset the game clock to 20 seconds and the clock will start on the snap. Clock will start on the snap. Awesome. For 20 seconds, so more confusion here. But everything appears to be figured out for now. First and 10 from their own 41. Bajan takes the snap. Quick out to the sideline, reeled in on a high throw. And a great tackle from Antoine Lloyd. EJ Morgan. So a timeout by Shepard with 14 seconds to go in half number one. And would you look at that? It got back to 14 seconds after all. Wow. We had to wait a couple minutes just for it to get back to 14 seconds. Look at that. But it was a three-yard gain on the play to Morgan, so it'll be a second and seven from their own 44. And time you know, not in Shepard's favor. You know what? Let's send it down to Mitch. Mitch, there's a lot going up here in the booth. We got a good game to watch now. Mitch, what's going on down there? Well, Josh, I'm actually almost um, back up by you guys, but uh, just a lot of confusion down here how it can go so wrong so fast. Keep it back with you guys. Awesome. See you in a little bit, uh, Mitch. He's he's coming back, back up here, Jack. But a lot of confusion here, like we talked about down there. Just nobody knows what's going on. And it, and going back to the game last year, that Shepard upset over Kutztown, that's what happened in that final minute of last year's game. And I, I don't want to see the same thing happen here again. Can't let anything go over the top. Snap to Beijing. Second and seven. He's got all day to throw across the middle. He's got a man. Inside the 45, a late penalty flag comes in. It was Marlon Cook who made the reception. So Moy with the tackle. Eight seconds left. And a marker was down at about the four, excuse me, about the 36-yard line. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a holding on Kutsan penalty decline. Shepard taking a timeout. Eight seconds left to play. Kutsan up by a touchdown and an extra point. So Amani Justice was penalized for the holding call. And Shepard does like to take their second timeout as Josh alluded to, but yeah, you gotta look at, you know, you can't allow anything over the top here. I mean, you gotta just put your guys back. Just have some safeties over the top. You know, you if you wanna play one-on-one -on -one coverage with your corners, that's fine, but have some help over the top. So that way nothing can get by it to the end zone here. Because with the missed field goal from Evans, a touchdown now would tie this game going into the break. And that'd be pretty disheartening to happen for Kutztown here, so. 
One timeout in eight seconds. You maybe got two shots to the, got probably two shots to the end zone here if you're Shepard. You do have a timeout. Maybe you try to get over the middle of the field, make that end zone attempt a little shorter. This is not looking good though for Kutztown right now. This is, this is almost flashing it back to last year, and I hate to say it. So Kutztown elects to call their second time out of the half, get a little more time to discuss things over. And now, you know, if you're Jim Clements and Eric Fargo, I think Josh, you got to be telling your guys, you know, if you're going to play, yeah, they're going to play one on one. We, we know what they're going to do, uh, but you got to be able to play some strong coverage here. Not let nothing buy you. Yeah, you can't let nothing buy you. This that's as that's as simple as it gets. And all these uncostly penalties, they just seem to be going in Kutztown's favor right now. And you got to wonder too, how can you limit those penalties? Obviously, when they're just killing you, they're just they're just killing you. And obviously, you got to limit those. But you got eight seconds. How can you hold Shepard? How can you hold Tyson Bajan, who's on a hot streak right now, thanks to the costly penalties of us? Andre Reed Stadium getting loud. Fans rocking the stadium on their feet. Bajan will take the snap. He's got time. Flush to the right, fires to the sideline. They're going to rule it incomplete. There is a penalty flag on the play. There's a penalty marker down. Holding offense number 76. That penalty will be declined. That's the end of the half. So that's so, going to be a holding on Shepard. Penalty declined. And ladies and gentlemen, number five Shepard is losing at the end of the first half. Number five Shepard is losing at the end of the first half. 21-14, Golden Bears lead going into the break. You thought maybe Shepard could capitalize on a late opportunity. They could not. Great defense by the Golden Bears. They do lead by a score. We are going to step aside when we come back. It'll be our halftime coverage. And then, of course, the second half of today's contest. I'm sorry. I'm acting like I'm the one in charge here. I'm really not. But it's Josh Stute, Jack Klein, Mitchell Smedley, your favorite broadcast team out there covering your home for all Kutztown football, and Jack, I'm going to turn it back to you, though, but an exciting first half, though, to say the least. Absolutely great first half. Kutztown up by seven, uh, including all the theatrics that happened. Pick six for Shepard. Kickoff return touchdown for Shepard. So two touchdowns on pretty crazy plays, but Kutztown's offense was phenomenal in half number one. Donnie Blaine and Jerome Cap had that connection cooking so far. Blaine, 232 yards to the air, two touchdowns. Jerome Cap, 126 yards and two touchdowns, including 75 yards after the catch. So Cap has done a great job of making guys miss, and he's given the ball in space. He's been doing a phenomenal job so far today. Curtis Ravenel also had two catches for 52 yards. So those are some of the big passing stats for Kutztown. But Josh, also Daryl Davis with Neil's impact on the ground, 53 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, Daryl. Yeah, Daryl Davis McNeil. Like you talked about, he's been a really important factor. But I think it's tough to say who's the uh, the biggest weapon for Kutztown right now. This is an 11-man show, both on offense and on defense. So in total, a 22-man show. Everybody's pitching in. Um, it's it's really hard to say who's 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 the um, 
who's the I'm trying to find the word here. Who's the big man on the big man on the field, big opportunity maker? But it's it's really everybody. I mean, everybody's doing a good job. Yeah, you know, we mentioned Cap with his 126 yards, also reeled in two touchdowns, a 22 yarder to make it 14-7, and a 50 yarder to make it 21-7. So I mean, Cap's impact on this game has been absolutely critical uh, to the Golden Bears' success to this point. And you know, it's just it's just phenomenal what this offense has been able to do, especially through the air. We came into today with some a little bit of concern. Uh, with how efficient this passing game would be for Kutztown, but so far Donnie Blaine in this passing attack has looked fired up and they've looked ready to go through 30 minutes. Let's see if they can continue it for another 30. But the ground game, we mentioned Daryl Davis McNeil. He's you know, he's had an all right day. I mean, we mentioned he's got 53 yards, but also a touchdown. And it's just how can they efficiently, more efficiently run the ball in the second half, Josh? They only 2.9 yards to carry for Daryl Davis McNeil. Now, for Jordan Davis, he's only had four carries, 18 yards. That's four and a half a carry. So, I mean, he's been a little bit better, but he's had a lot less work. Yeah, Daryl Davis McNeil, you know, this is kind of uncommon for him. But it definitely makes sense. The run game, the, the pass game, excuse me, is getting a lot more work than the run game normally would. And the stats don't really speak to the night that these gentlemen are having. Because it's just... I would definitely say it's it's a it's a different style of of play than Kutztown is used to. Um, but I but I think really most of our focus should be going to Jerome Cap, Jake Novak, Kirsch Ravenel Jr., and Brandon Smith. Obviously, those four guys they're putting in all the effort. Obviously, we knew this game would be won through the air because running has been done for the past three weeks. And Obviously, this is a great team effort all around, but I really think I'm really interested to see how coming out of that second half, not the best last drive for Kutztown's defense and offense, how they're going to respond. But um, let's try to turn it down to our sideline reporter, Jack. What do you say? Absolutely. Let's send it down to Mitch Smedley. Mitch, what have you got for us? Well, Jack and Josh standing in the midst of the halftime rush, uh, folks going to and fro. Halfway home on this Saturday, and so far, the people are happy. I was uh, down on the sideline. If you're wondering, you know, it looked like a complete team effort aside from those those two fluke plays. But if you're wondering what Kutztown thinks its, its real strength was that it altered to be able to uh, put a hurting on Shepard like this, well, who was talking about? And Kutztown says, focusing on the offensive line, getting better up front, allows them to use the playmakers like Cap, like their awesome running back, like Donnie Blaine. You've seen the improvement there. That all all stems from the offensive line. It's something that's talked a lot about in the NFL, and Kutztown really putting an emphasis on it, and that's why they feel that they've gotten better here. Um, like I said, Kutztown looked like they just had a complete team effort minus a pick six and a 100-yard kick return. Yeah, they would also have those other three points uh, from the missed field goal special teams really a key so far uh aside from the kutztown offense that's the only thing that's really changed the momentum of this game uh everything else kind of stuck in neutral but kutztown offense and special teams which one's going to win out here guys uh well hopefully we're talking about a similar score after the game here but for now i'll send it back up to you guys let's go let's go golden bears here guys second half all right thanks much appreciate that and uh Jack, he, he took the words out of my mouth again. I, I like this sideline reporter. Uh, 
We, we, we need to, for Kutztown, they need to get back on the offense right here. Obviously, the last kickoff, they ran it back for a touchdown, 100-yard return. So what are you looking for specifically on this on this defensive drive and this kickoff? You got to be able to bring him down. Uh, you got to be able to bring him down. It's uh, just as simple as that. Uh, ideally, you just get a touchback. But, I mean, yeah, you see Nathan Millard getting back out here and this kickoff team. Uh, they got to have a lot better coverage than they did last time, and that's really all it comes down to. But, you know, I mentioned earlier how it's just – Seven-point lead, you got to be able to protect it, and it starts here. You, you know, you're going to go on defense first if you can prevent another kickoff return touchdown. So, Lord gets up, boots it away, and the second half is underway. It will be a touchback. Good Lord, kick, and Shepard will start at the 25-yard line. You may get to see Tyson Bajan in this offense for the first time in half number two. Held mostly in check in the first half. Uh, was Bajan only 58 yards through the air? 7 to 13 passing. I mean, not, not a lot going on. Leading receiver Marlon Cook held to just 18 yards. And on the ground, Ronnie Brown, three carries, 10 yards. So really, Kutztown, you could not have executed it much better on the defensive side in half number one. Look to maybe go to Cook more to start the second half. First and 10. Motion receiver in Bajan will take the snap. Looking to throw. Got his tight end Brian Walker to the 35. Wrapped up at the 37-yard line. Gain of 12 and a first down for the Rams. Not the way you want to start for good snap defense. We talked about that they got to make a snap here early. And obviously that wasn't what they were looking for. But it's now about how you improve from that play. you got to wonder how what good snap needs to do differently to try to try, try to do something different here. Again, the just too easy. Bajan looking to throw again. Gets flushed. Back to the tight end. Walker. And a great job by Tyler Wary and Justin Harrison crew to bring him down for a minimal game. Great job by Tyler Wary to read that right away. And, and it, I think an even more of an impressive job by Tyson Bajan to avoid the pressure. Uh, something that he's done very well today. Um, Tyson Bajan definitely is holding off the defenders, and it really starts with the boys in the trenches for Shepard. We talked about that all the time. You know, they don't get enough credit. They're obviously doing the job for, that Tyson Bajan needs. Second and 10, fakes the hand up to Brown. Quick pass to Walker. Look out across the 45 to the 46. Bates short. And about a yard short, Cody Scherer on the tackle. So the quick little RPO there by Bajan. Big chance for Kutztown to get off the field on the third and short. Might versus might, and which group up front will win to get this yard? Only three lined up on the defensive line. It's going to be a pass, third and one. Brown out to the flat, thrown underneath. Great coverage by Wolf. Incomplete. And it's going to be a punt for Shepard. Now, I don't know. Ryan Beach, but they had the punt to come on the field, but they're going to send him back. Shepard's going to go for this. Fourth and one for their own 46-yard line. Gutsy call by offensive coordinator Tyler Haynes to start half number two. Getting the crowd fired up here. And this is really important. Now, this, this is a big play here. Not only for both Kutztown's offense and defense. 
So Shepard gonna burn a timeout early in half number two. Wow, to discuss things over. That's a that's an interesting call there. Now you're down down to two. You might need those later on, and you take one just a minute and 48 seconds into this third quarter. Yeah, this is something that really could come back and, and bite them in the butt. You know, this is something that you, you don't see too often. Now this game might go down to the wire. Kutztown is facing the number five nationally ranked team. Obviously, there are some things going on that. Kutztan might need timeouts, and Shepard might need timeouts, but they just burned one. So we're gonna have to look out for that one, Jack. I, I and I'm wondering, coming out of this timeout, if they're gonna, if they're still gonna go for it, or they're gonna bring on the punt team. It looks like they're gonna go for it. Though. They're gonna keep that offense out on the field. Bajan and company rolling out there. Fourth and one from the own 46. Huge call here early in the second half. Yeah. Coach Ernie. McCook showing some confidence in his offense. Fourth and one, handoff. Brown clearly gets enough. A gain of three to the 49 and the Rams will stay on the field. So Shepard makes the right, excuse me, right call. Pays dividends and they will keep the drive alive. Definitely something you don't want for Kutztown defense. Obviously you needed to make a stop, couldn't do it. Now it's how you improve. Now it's how you go after the next play. That play's done. You gotta put it on the back burner. Now you go after the next one. Absolutely, new set of downs for Shepard. Bajan takes the snap. Gonna check down to the flat. Ryan Beach is open, but a low throw couldn't be handled and it's incomplete. And if he would've caught that, he would've had a lot of room to run. No defenders over on the side where Malik Halloway was, which is really an interesting call, to say the least, Jack. It's actually, yeah, Ryan Beach is the intended target, but now it's second down and 10. We're gonna go to handoff, counter play to Brown, across midfield. Number 30, Ryan Brown on the carry for the Rams. Number 92, Jake Davis in on the stop for Kutztown. This could be another big third down here for the Golden Bears. Now it's going to see how they respond. Now will Tyson Bajan go for a pass or run? I'm not really sure. The run has in its four-down territory. Considering they went for their last time now. Yeah, this this is looking like a run. A pass, excuse me. So third and seven. There's a gain of three for Brown. Three receivers on the field. Fakes the handoff out. They're going to find Marlon Cook. Lloyd wraps him up. It's going to be enough for first down. Yes, it is. A gain of eight. Rams move the chains again and get a first down. So we're seeing a methodical drive from the Shepard offense. A lot of just simple underneath throws. I guess trying to get just Bajan into a rhythm. Yeah, not something you want to see for Kutztown's defense. You obviously got to make a stop here, and it's very important, but... Whatever it's got to take. Whatever it takes here. Absolutely. Bajan takes the snap. Drops back to throw again. He's got all day. Got a man underneath. Huge gain across the 30. Out of bounds at the Kutztown 26. That was EJ Morgan, the junior from Washington, D.C. That's 14 and a first down. And again, you give Bajan this much time to throw, he's going to make you pay. Yeah, the boys in the trenches for Kutztown really need to really need to make a difference here. This is 
They're not they're not making stops here. It's it really falls on them here. So a solid drive in the making for Shepard. First down and ten. Takes the handoff. Bajan's gonna keep it. He's gonna try to tuck it and run. Cuts it back inside the 25. Dives down at about 23. Brought down by number 47, Jalen DeVos. So three-yard gain on first down. Gain of three yards, second and seven at the KU 23. Jalen DeVos on the tackle, number 47, the linebacker. And it really needs to come down to making a stop here. Shepard is going full force. We're, I'm seeing a different Shepard than I was seeing in the first half. Absolutely. Both these teams making halftime adjustments. Shepard's offensive adjustments have paid off so far. That's the tight end Brian Walker inside the 20. Roll down at the 18-yard line. That's going to be good for a first down. They just marched down the field right now. Wary on the tackle, and it's just these underneath plays. They're just settling, settling down in the middle of the zone, and Bages just picking this defense apart. Now in the red zone of the Rams, first and 10 from the 13. Inside the 15, so screen pass out to Ryan Beach. Finds his way inside the 10. Gain of about seven down to the six yard line. Great read by Tyson Bajan on that play. Just finding that quick slant round outside, getting a lot of yards. I'll pull up a second down and about three or four tough to say from our angle but obviously for Kutztown it really comes down to the secondary now and just secondary is just not playing the way that they did the first half they have not can they make a stop here second and three from the six yard line Beach gonna motion to the right side of the formation Bajan takes the snap he find Beach underneath wide open touchdown Shepard Ryan Beach, six-yard six score, and Shepard's an extra point away from tying this one up. They go right down the field. 13 plays, 75 yards, five minutes and 15 seconds. And now Jacob Haney trying the extra point to pull the Rams to an even tie at 21. And definitely something you don't want on your first drive for the defense for the Golden Bears. Snap good, kick is good. We are tied at 21. What a drive by Shepard. Just something that good sound wasn't looking for and that's, that falls on the defense. And real, realistically, I, I would love to know how good sound is gonna respond on not only this drive, but also their next defensive drive. Tyson Bajan has come out of the locker room ready to play. He has he's he has shown what we expected him to show in the second half now. He's 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 turned on the Jets. Now it's time for the Kutztown offense to step up. They've yeah. stepped up all day. They've they've done it day in, day out. Now you need another score. It's it's important right here. Again, we mentioned in the pregame, this is a game where these teams might have to start trading scores, and it's certainly looking like we're getting to that point in the third quarter. It's 21-21. We said Kutztown is probably going to need to get close to 30 or over 30 to have a chance and win this game, and they've been in it all day long from the very beginning. Kutztown's hung in there right with Shepard. Again, they're number five in the country for a reason. This is a very talented group. Bajan, the senior quarterback, very experienced, but... 
You know, now it's, like you said, it's about how Kutztown can respond. Kickoff away. Taken at the 10-yard line out across the 20. Wrapped up at about the 22-yard line. That was Jaden Helton on the return. Richard Jr. from Lower Marion High School. That's something you want to see. Um, could, sound, could sound, that was not the best return. Not the best return. But now it's time to turn it over to the offense. Um, Jerome Kemp had an outstanding first half. Now I'm interested to see what he could do in the second half, as well as Jake Novak, as well as Curtis Ravenel Jr., as well as Daryl Davis McNeil. All these guys had a great first half, but that doesn't mean anything anymore. Now it's time to talk about the second half. And could Donnie Blank keep up his solid passing game? You know, 232 through the air in half number one. Let's see if they, you know, try to get it back to him here. We're going to start up with a handoff. Daryl Davis McNeil wrapped up. Behind the line of scrimmage, it's going to be a loss of a yard. Daryl Davis McNeil on the carry. Number three, Dwayne Grantham. Number 11, Kyle Smith makes the tackle. Loss of a yard on the play. Second and 11. Not something. Not Smith and Grantham wrap him up. Loss of a yard. Not how you want to start the drive, Josh. Yeah, not, not the way you want to start the drive. You're going to have to go back to the passing game. The passing game worked for you all day. Um, you need to go back to it, obviously. And these safeties very close to the line of scrimmage. I mean, it's they're not playing deep at all. Maybe a point where you try to look for Cap down the middle of the field. Blaine's going to take a shot one-on-one -on, -one on the outside. And there was a lot of contact, and a penalty flag is thrown. You saw Ravenel's jersey get tugged. It's going to be passing interference. And a lot of sideline referees on the Shepherd side, too. Not happy with that call, but that's probably the best call I've seen all day. It was clear as day. I mean, we're, we're, I'd say, 20 feet up from, I would say, even 30 feet up from field level, and we could see it all the way up here. I mean, yeah, it's one thing to be hand-checking, but that was clearly passing interference called on Dante Harrison. So 15 yards, it'll be an automatic first down. So cuts down now at their own 36. And I'd keep attacking it. I think you got to just keep trying to fire it down the field here. You seem to have a good matchup here with these Shepard DBs. Caps had a big day. You've gotten them to take some penalties on you. You know, you got to balance the run game in here, but I think you got to keep trying to throw it here. Blaine's had success, and it's been working. You've been able to get some yards down the field, whether it be completions or through penalties. The 10 handoff. Daryl Davis McNeil gets a hole. Out to around the 38, gain of about two. Give we know this Golden Bears offense is a run first team. Yeah, Daryl Davis McNeil, this is, Daryl Davis McNeil and Jordan Davis are, that's something that they've been very used to and it's not normal to see that he's not getting as many touches as he normally is and as many yards as he is, but they're really turning it to the passing side of offense, which we haven't seen much of in Kutztown. Second and eight, they were looking for cap on a screenplay, there was a flag. Start. It's going to be a false start. Okay, it's going to go on number 75. Ryan Chernecki. Sophomore lineman from Hatboro, Pennsylvania. And we talked about how experienced Kutztown is. He's actually the youngest member of Kutztown's line, both on offense and defense. But don't let his young years fool, fool you. He did get a lot of experience last year. Um, he would be that backup lineman. Whenever one lineman got hurt, he would be right back in there. So, definitely that experience needs to show um, with 
those uncostly penalties. Absolutely. Three snap penalties. Always infuriate a coaching staff. Second and 13, they're going to go back to Daryl Davis McNeil. Or mark him down at about the 37. Number 26, Daryl Davis McNeil. Gain of four, sets up a third and nine. Solomon Alexander brings him down for Shepard. So a third and long, we mentioned how good Hutstown's been at converting third downs here on the day. They are eight for 10. Phenomenal job, and that's been a big thing. Shepard not being able to get off the field in these third down plays. Yeah, Shepard. down continue their success. Yeah, Shepard really just hasn't done well in the third down plays. Empty but. backfield, five wide. Blaine takes a snap, looking. Had Ravenel, would have been short of the first down anyway, but he dropped it in and out of the hands. Fourth and nine, that'll set up a punt. You have to remember back to the first half, Kutztown had a punt blocked already this game. Nathan Millard's punt was blocked, recovered at the Kutztown 37. That set up a field opportunity for Shepard that they could not convert on. So interesting to see, can they better protect Millard so that way he's able to get the punt away. Yeah, definitely. It just Millard gets it, boots it away, nearly got home again. It's going to bounce at the 25. Great bounce. Collected. I'll put him back at about the 10. By Rodney Dorsey, and he does run out of bounds at the 10-yard line. So Millard, a great punt for Kutztown. Pin Shepard deep in their own territory. And he couldn't have got a better bounce. Took a bounce at the 25, stayed all the way in bounds. And I think that would have kept going inside the 10 if I, if Dorsey didn't collect it. Yeah, just a, a great punt that could have turned from bad to worse. But definitely something that, you know, need, needs to be needs to be credited. And I think we did a good job of crediting him. So now time for the defense to go back to work. Absolutely. Millard's punt went 51 yards. Bajan takes the high snap, fakes the hand off to Brown, throwing. He's got Beach open. Across the 35 to the 40. Beach finally slung down at the 45-yard line. It's a gain of 35 through the air. And this Shepard offense has got a roll in half number two. And Bajan to Beach. We saw these two a lot last year. And they're doing it again today beach the 5-6 redshirt sophomore from frederick maryland and definitely kutztown just needs to stop more than anything here on defense outside handoff to brown there's a two penalty markers behind the play number 30 Ron brown on the carry brown the took the carry the with the call so a face mask on Shepard. It'll go on number 60, the left tackle is Chandler Brown. It's a 15-yard penalty, and that's a costly one for Shepard. That's going to back him up. Yeah, Lead all the way to their own 30-yard line. Yeah, definitely not something that they wanted. And looking at their sideline, obviously Ernie McCook is not happy with that penalty. Fifteen-yard penalty moves the ball to the thirty-yard line. It's first and twenty-five. So a first and twenty-five for Shepard. Well behind the chains. But again, no one directly lined up with Ryan Beach here in the slot. 
CJ Brown now moving back that way, but Beach has had a lot of success here uh, early in the second half. Yeah, I'm a little confused why no one's lined up directly with him. I'm glad you mentioned that, Jack. Bajan takes the snap. Beach trying to cut over the middle. He's got a man down the sideline. It's going to be caught inside the Golden Bears 40-yard line. What a play. Marlon Cook. Cody Scherer with the tackle. But again, we mentioned the ability for big chunk plays for Shepard to move down the field. And they're doing exactly that in this drive. 34-yard gain to the Golden Bears, 36 for Marlon Cook. Yeah, not something you want. Tyson Beach is really showing what he can do now. And Ryan Walker underneath inside the 25. Makes a man miss. 15 inside the 10. Walker all the way down to the five-yard line. And this Golden Bears defense simply right now has no answer for Bajan in the Shepard offense. Big play after big play after big play. Three in a row. Yeah, 35, 34, and that one was good for 29. For 31, correction. First and goal from the five for Bajan in the Rams offense. Snap, Bajan gonna keep it, try to run it himself. Wrapped up at the three, so a gain of only two. Great job by the Kutztown defensive ends to read that very well, and great job by the secondary to get there very fast as well. But this is turning, probably gonna turn out to be a goal line stand here for the defense. And it's gonna be really important to see how they respond to this pressure. Absolutely, can they make a big stop? when Shepard's gone right down the field. On their last two drives, second and three, handoff, Brown up the middle, gains two, stopped at the one. Now it's up to your front. Can they make two big stops of one yard to gain? Yeah, it's gonna be down to the boys in the trenches like we talked about. They, they need to make a stop here. Um, it just gets as simple as that. It's really important that they make a stop. It doesn't get any simpler than that. Third and goal for the one. Handoff Brown tries to go over the top. He's stuffed. Ronnie Brown, nowhere to go. Big play by this Golden Bears front. Keeps him out of the end zone and that'll make it fourth down and a big decision for Ernie McCook and the Rams. Man, what a great stop. By, by, the, by the Golden Bears defense. Now it's really important to see what they're gonna do here. I Would you take the six or would you take the three? Would you Which one would you take? Offense on the field, they're looking for the touchdown. Fourth and goal from the three, it was a two yard loss for Brown. Can the Golden Bears defense make their biggest stop of the afternoon? Four minutes to go in the third quarter, 21-21. Bajan takes the snap. Getting flushed, he sacked! They Back to the 15! They sack him! Wow, what a play! What an amazing play by just everybody on the defense. 11-man effort. They let them march down the field a second time, but Kutztown defense just got another big stop. Great job! It was Kyle Sapp who made the sack. Big play for the Golden Bears defense and gives them some momentum. Just when it looked like Shepard was gonna go back-to-back -back drives for touchdowns, the Golden Bears defense makes a huge stand. And now the offense will try to get 
their momentum back. Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot going on on that play, and definitely something that you know you you need to see. And let's let's just after this play, let's turn it over to our sideline reporter, hopefully. But we got play-by-play coverage right now. This play, first and ten, handoff. Davis tries to cut it back. He's still on his feet. Somehow found a way to not get wrapped up in the backfield. Okay, Slippery. And he'll gain a gain of only one, but saves from a loss. We're not going to send it down to Mick for, Mitch for a quick word. Mitch, what have you got for us? A fired up sideline. That's what I got, man. The, the talk amongst the players uh, prior to that last defensive drive, when everything was sputtering, you know, they had given up a touchdown right downfield and then couldn't score themselves. The, the word was, step up. No one's going to do it for you. Don't wait for someone else. Things like that. Uh, you've got to take the initiative yourself, not put it on your teammates. Well, those boys up front, they stop. Back up to you guys. Let's keep it going here. Big, big play, but Davis took the handoff to the outside, got bumped out of bounds, and took a hit at what appeared to be late. Golden Bear sideline was adamant looking for a penalty flag. They did not receive one, and it's now a third and eight. Clock continues to run. Nearing the three-minute marker of this third quarter. Third and eight from the 17-yard line. Touchdowns had many of third-down conversions today. Eight for 11. Blanks to snap. Firing over the middle. He's got his man. First down, Golden Bears. That's number 81, Trevor Amorim, the freshman from Sladyton, Pennsylvania, the Northern Lehigh High School product. That was a gain of 12 and a first down. And definitely just a great play as a freshman. Just hauling that in. He knew he needed the first down. He knew he needed 10. And he did it. And that's something that you you got to love for Coach Jim Clements and Marcel Quarterman. Got to love it. Absolutely. First and 10 from their own 29. Handoff going Davis's way. Shoots up the middle across the 30. In a gain of only two to make it second and eight. And I think if Jordan Davis would have hit the outside more, I think it would have been more efficient. However, that was still a respectable run. A gain of three. Not a, not what you normally see, but still a respectable gain. Absolutely. We're seeing a lot more Davis here in this third quarter. With McNeil's struggles on the ground. I mean, he's gotten a lot of carries, but they have kept him in check. You know, 21 carries for 61 yards, that's less than three per carry, so trying to get a different look at the backfield. Actually, they gave him a three-yard gain, second and seven. And Kutzen's going to burn a timeout. Touchdown. That's their first timeout of the second half. Kutztown elects to call their first timeout. Both teams now sitting at two. A little communication error prior to the snap, and that forces Clemens to burn a timeout. Yeah, not not unrealistic. Excuse me, but um, would it be? What is it okay? I would perf. I would prefer take a timeout than get a penalty, play it back more. But realistically, okay. But I would prefer to save that timeout for the fourth quarter. I would agree, but you got to do what you got to do. You don't want to put yourself five yards behind the chains. 
I'm just trying to get the communication things figured out. It's been a phenomenal game this far, Josh. Everything we could have expected between two of the best teams in the PSAC East Division. You mentioned a lot riding on this matchup. The winner would give you know, the winner would give the winning team the edge thus far in the early season, and it could be a big one to look back on late in the season. Yeah, this is definitely a game that we talked about. We needed to highlight on on the schedule, and this was a big game that lived up to a lot of hype. Hand off to Davis, plunging up the middle, out across the 35 to the 39. Is that enough for the first? That's enough for the first. They signal enough for a first down, so they do get the seven required and move the chains once more. We're gonna get a quick out-of-town scoreboard update. Cal U in Edinburgh, 35-7 Cal U ahead. Westchester has climbed back to take a 16-14 lead over Millersville. And Gannon has a 27-14 lead against Clarion. We will continue to give out-of-town score updates as these games progress. First and 10 for their own 39. Hand off to Davis to the outside, shoots back up the middle. Cutting back to the old sideline, 50, 45, 40. Davis finally tripped up at the 38. Late flag, ball came loose, but he was clearly down. And this might be a late hit on Shepard. Because when Davis hit the ground and a pack of Rams jumped on top of him, that penalty flag immediately came flying out. Another, another official's conference here. So a great run for Davis, started it to the outside on the right. So a personal foul on Dwayne Grantham. It's gonna be a 15 yarder added on to the end of the run. And that's gonna put Kutztown all the way down at the Shepard 23 yard line. Definitely something they want. 58 seconds left to play in the third quarter. Tied at 21. This is definitely something you want. You and know. absolutely great field vision also by Jordan Davis. Started on the right side, cut back up the middle, saw a guy in the middle but got a block and cut it all the way back to the left side. His shiftiness and field vision is incredible to get that huge 23-yard run and draw the 15-yarder. Daryl Davis with heel back in, Blaine, play action. Thrown across the middle, it's deflected but also caught. That is the tight end, Austin Moyer, down to the five-yard line. It looked like it might have got a little bit deflected at the line by a Shepard defensive lineman, but not enough to alter the trajectory. And now the Golden Bears in the red zone with a chance to cash in, where Shepard couldn't in the red zone. Let's see if Kutztown can. A lot of confusion going down on the sideline. Figured it out, though. But I think it would be even more, I think it would be pretty effective though to run out as much time as you can in the third quarter to take it into the fourth quarter as well though. Blaine under center, handoff Daryl Davis McNeil going up the middle, absolutely nowhere to run. Met by the big body, Dwayne Grantham, the linebacker. Martinsburg, West Virginia. And that's gonna be the end of the third quarter. They're just gonna take it. They're just gonna run it to the end of the third quarter like Josh said. Kutztown 21. Shepard 21. Golden Bears with a chance to strike in the red zone at the start of the fourth quarter, but now we're going to send it down to our sideline reporter, Mitchell Smedley. Mitch, what have you got for us? Well, Jack, it took some time, but Kutztown seems to have arrived. That defensive stop and the offense back in motion. I was told by a couple of players they just had to regain their focus. So, you know, hinting at maybe with that impressive first half with some mental errors, 
uh, kind of keeping it somewhat close. Uh, Kutztown kind of lost it, took their eye off the ball, so to speak. But, I mean, being back in the third quarter, regained its focus and looks incredible both sides of the football. Andre Reed Stadium is going insane right now. And yet, they were very upset about that late hit on the sideline. It was right in front of me. And uh, they didn't get the call, though, but they got the call to move them down toward uh, into Shepherd territory. So, all things will even out here. Back up to you guys in the studio, Jack and Josh. Thanks, Mitch. Appreciate that. And, Jack, you even looked at me with your nice little water bottle. I, uh, here's another personal note. Last week, two weeks ago, excuse me, it was so hot up here. It feels a lot better, though. Football is back, baby. Even the weather, football is back. And a great way to kick off family day. This is this is the game of the, of the week for the PSAC, I think, Jack. Absolutely. Couldn't expect more through three quarters. It's a 21-21 game, all tied up between two big PSAC East rivals. These two teams will be tangling it out for the division crown when it's all said and done. And this is just the start with a head-to-head matchup between each other. 15 minutes to play. To crown a winner today, Blaine to the end zone, touchdown Golden Bears! Number 82, the tight end, Alex McKenzie. Five yards out of the Golden Bears, jump in front on the first play of the fourth quarter. Great job, Alex McKenzie, just finding himself wide open, wide open, baby. A run right up the middle, fake up, pass option, great call by Marcel Quarterman, but an even better execution by Donnie Point. Daryl Davis McSeal saw they were stacking the box out the middle. Nice pass, and that's for good for six, and hopefully seven. Dawson Evans on to attempt the extra point. Snap, hold, kick, it's good. 28-21, Golden Bears back in front. Like you mentioned, Josh, great play design. The RPO fakes the handoff to Daryl Davis McNeil, pulls it back, lobs it over to McKenzie. And the Golden Bears have retaken the lead. Mentioned they'd have to get 30 plus to have a good shot to win this one. Golden Bears have 28 as it stands. Yeah, definitely a great play by Clitstown. And definitely something you look for. Now, here's where I turn my next point of attention to, defense. But before we do that, before we talk about the defense, Let's turn it over to our sideline reporter, Mitchell Smedley. Mitch, what do you got for us, kid? Well, the sideline is popping right now. I mean, every single one of these players up on their feet. Earlier, we were seeing a few, you know, sitting down, back from the game, you know. But now, I mean, after that defense has stopped, that whole offensive drive, everyone was up on the line, you know. Got to worry about those, those warnings that we got earlier in the game. But it, it looks like they have learned their lesson, and they are back into this game, not taking off their focus. We're going to see if that defensive score or uh, that – uh against our defense to start the half was an outlier right here I think we'll see if they're locked back in guys back up to you thanks a lot Mitch appreciate that I just want to reveal a stat that just popped into my eye Ronnie Brown we talked about how he might be a big factor only a net of 16 yards today Jack wow yeah absolutely cuts down defense has done a great job of keeping the run game in check Millard kicks it away Shepherds could have returned it. They returned a kick earlier in the game. Two penalty markers fly. He was wrapped up at about the 23 yard line, so no return this time. And number 21, Marquis Lewis, there is a penalty flag on the play. Just 
Maybe a block in the back of holding. Those are your two common calls. The problem is, who's it going to go against? I hope Shepard. I don't know about you, but... They are the return team, so that would more than likely be the possibility. But you wait a call. Another referee conference here. Maybe they're maybe they're wondering where they want to go to eat after this, Jack. <laughs> oh. A blindside block. So a half the distance to the goal penalty on the blindside block. That'll be a first down that'll set it up at about the ten. Yeah, about the ten, maybe. The 11. Oh, no, I'm sorry, the 16. Ooh. No, no, you were right, the 11. It is the 11-yard line, yes. So, backs them up. Yes, it is, sorry, sorry. Starting just outside of their own 10. That's a that's a call we don't see too often, a blindside block. Yeah, but not, not an often call you see, on a, especially on a kickoff return. No, no. I mean, those do, those can happen, but it's not particularly often. Bajan will take the snap, looking to throw. Underneath, that's Brian Walker wide open, out to the 25, again a 14 and a first down. And we're seeing more of the same of what we've seen the last two drives from the Shepard offense. Content with throwing underneath, and Kutztown's just giving it to him right now. Yeah, Brian Walker is really the Ronnie, Ronnie Brown that we talked about. Ronnie Brown we thought was going to be a big factor, but he's not. It's really just the passing game, and it really just starts out with Brian Walker. Yeah, and Brown had that kickoff return, so he's... Had an impact, just not on the ground. Bajan, all day to throw. Get a shot. He's got a man. It's caught. Reeled in by the backup running back, Blake Hartman. Brought down by number six, Kyle Sapp. There is a penalty flag on the play. Penalty marker on the field and an injured Golden Bear also. Oh, there's a penalty on the offense. Whoa, what a big break. So a holding call on Shepard. Negates the big game, but our bigger concern is about an injured Golden Bear laying at the 37-yard line. Looks the like trainers will tend to him. Just looks like a simple cramp. But while we're doing nothing up here, Jack, uh, let's just review a couple statistics. And if we have enough time, send it down to Mitchell's sideline reporter. But Daryl Davis McNeil was just just been a big factor and coming out the field the injured golden bear uh, Kyle Sapp. Kyle Sapp's been a big factor today. Maybe just a couple stretches later and he'll be back out there, but we Good hope play. that we hope that's the case. But uh Daryl Davis McNeil man, he's had a, an outstanding game to say the least. He's had a lot of work, 22 carries, but I mean 58 yards and a touchdown, it's only 2.6 a carry. They've had him bottled up for the most part so the so the volume of carries has been there. It's just been Shepard's run defense has had a phenomenal game, but really what I want to get back at focusing on here is especially the defense. We hope Sapp is okay as he had that big sap. So it'll be first down and 10 for Shepard from their own 13. Again, it was a huge game to Blake Hartman that was negated from the by the holding penalty. But the Shepard offense has found a rhythm here through the third quarter and now it's trending over into the fourth quarter. It's been a big play after big play. And Kutztown's got to find a way to keep this Rams offense from getting those chunk plays. Let them, make them, make them earn it. Make them march down the field with a double-digit play drive. Yeah, Bajan will take the snap, looking to throw. He's got a lot of time. 
taking a shot. It's caught. And they're out across their own 35. Marlon Cook again calling his number. Antoine Lloyd and Cam Wolf combined to bring him down. But a 23-yard gain and another Rams first down. And the big plays continue to burn this Golden Bears defense so far in the second half. Yeah, defense really hasn't been playing the whole way that they have in the first half. Just not the not the best second half for them. Brown going to take the handoff. I mean, there's nowhere to go. I mean, that handoff, not a lot of blocks from the time he took it. And the Golden Bears defense is a good job swallowing him up. Wary the first to get there. Looked like a lot of uh, extracurricular activities on that Shepard sideline after the play. A lot of, a little bit of a push and shoving, but still nonetheless back to second and 11. Absolutely. Gain a uh, loss of a yard, excuse me. And there were a lot of Rams and Golden Bears that hit the turf on that sideline after that play. Bajan, he's got a lot of time to throw. Looking for Beach, who makes a sliding catch. Agent pass is to number nine, Ryan Beach. He is down to 44 Mark him at the 44. Nine-yard nine gain, third and two. Here's a big play for Kutzan, and and the players are trying to pump up Andre Reed's same. It's getting pretty loud up here, Jack. I can feel it shaking. It is. These fans are getting rowdy once again. And they've gotten loud on big plays all day. Third and two. Shepard at their own 44. Big chance at a stop. They're going to send five. Bajan underneath. It's caught. Brown makes a man miss. Across midfield and out of bounds at the 49 of Kutztown. It'll be another Shepard first down. And Cam Wolf was right there, but just missed the tackle. It, and that, and that, at that point, you just got to wrap up and, and tackle him. Just he, did a, he didn't do a great job with wrapping up, but he did a pretty decent job with finding the receiver. He took a good angle. Brown just did a good job with a little stiff arm and making a miss before Lloyd shoves him out of bounds. Now Shepard in the Golden Bear territory looking to respond. Trailing by just a score here in the fourth. Bajan thought about a screen. He's got a man behind the formation. That's Edelkin all the way inside the 10. So Kenny Edelin. The huge gain. Scherer knocked him out of bounds. 41-yard gain and a first and goal at the Kutztown 8. Another huge play for Shepard. And again, Josh, they fooled him with that screen. Bajan pumped the screen underneath. Everyone went down on it, and that just allowed Edelin to slip behind the teeth of the defense to get a huge gain. And, and now the defensive chants are going loud throughout Kutztown's side. They need to make a big stop, and everybody knows that. Cuts down at a goal line stand last time. Can they do it again? First and goal from the eight. Bajan takes a snap, rolls out to the right. Thought about tucking and running, and he will just conservatively throw it out of bounds. Second and eight. So good job by Kutztown's defense. Forced him out of the pocket. Nothing for him to throw to. Yeah, great job by Kutztown's defense just to try to rush him as much as possible. But I think it's really important that we also mention, too, that just the secondary too did a great job of, of blocking receivers just to make sure that they didn't score six. So now it's really important to see what Tyson Bajan pulls out of his sleeve again. Will it be a run? Will it be a screen pass? Will it be a run up the middle? Will it be a run outside? 
Cuts down, defense got it, got it. It's been a lot of passing in the second half from Bajan. I expect more of the same. Beach motions over it. Three receivers on the right side. Bajan takes the snap, looking over the middle. It's caught by Beach. Nowhere to run. Great job by the by the backs to stay home. I thought they might even crash the center a little bit and just blitz. But a great job for them to stay home. And that's something that you want them to do because it was just a quick pass right up the middle. And if they would have dropped back or crashed forward, they wouldn't have even been there to make the play. So that really, the credit should go to our backs on that play. Absolutely, Tyler Wary there to make the tackle. CJ Brown also in the vicinity. No yard gain, third and goal from the eight. Andre Reed rocking again. Beach the motion man. Bajan takes the snap, look at end zone, steps up, he's gonna tuck it and run. Bajan is in for the touchdown. Tyson Bajan, an eight yard touchdown scramble and the Rams an extra point away from drawing even. Kutztown did a great job of covering everything down the field, but Bajan able to tuck it and run and was thrusted into the end zone by a Kutztown defender. What a job by the Rams senior quarterback. And a big score here with 11.02 remaining in quarter number four. And Tyson Bajan is just somebody that they've been looking to all day, which is so bad. You know, Kutztown defense should have read that immediately and they didn't. Extra point is up and good. And we're all even at 28. It's not not a great drive, but uh wanna know what's going on down at that sideline. So let's send it to Mitchell Smedley. Yeah, let's see what he gotta say. Thanks guys. Well gonna take a little bit more work for that revenge that we talked about in the beginning of the game. Uh family day here. The action on the field is not very family friendly. After every uh every big play there's words exchanged. You saw some scrums on that drive and the drives previous. You know, these guys they don't like each other. Shockingly enough, I know that's not really a, a crazy thing to say, but it is really manifesting here. Kutztown ready to put together another big drive. Back up to you guys. Hey, thanks a lot, Mitch, for that quick update, and obviously not much to be happy about as a Golden Bear fan. But just as a regular football fan, not for either team, this is a good game to watch. Absolutely. Um, this is this is a back-and-forth matchup. Um, Kutztown needed to stop on that drive. Didn't get it. Shepard fans, they, they needed a touchdown. They got it. Obviously something that's didn't go their way. Ravenel and Helton, the return men. Ravenel's going to take it. Out across the 25, wrapped up at the 27-yard line. Only had a couple men to be, and it could have went all the way, Jack. Could have. He had a lane, but just got wrapped up. We're going to take our look around the PSAC before Kutztown starts their first drive. Edinburgh and Cal U in the fourth quarter of that one. 42 to 7. Whoa. Was our recent updated score. Cal U is handling them. Yeah, definitely Cal U's a Cal U's a big BSCC West team. We saw them in week two. Handoff Daryl Davis McNeil. And he's gonna be wrapped up behind the line of scrimmage for a loss. Number 11, Kyle Smith. 
No gain on the play. Second down and 10 to 26. And now Kutztown, you have to air it out. And I'm looking at Jerome Cat. Obviously, we're putting all the pressure on him. But I, he's lived up to the pressure day in and day out. Last year was Derek Anderson and Jerome Cap. Now it's just Jerome Cap. Obviously, we got to look towards him. He's he's the big leader of the team, and obviously, I'm looking for him to get some. Hand off to Daryl Davis with the left side, fighting his way near the 30 to the 29. 26. Daryl Davis to deal again on the carry. Ten minutes left to play in the fourth quarter, mind you. Gain of about three. Third down and seven. Other scores around the PSAC, Westchester leads Millersville 23 to 14 in the fourth quarter of that one. And out west, Gannon and Cal U, uh, Gannon and Clarion correction, Gannon leads 27-21 at the half. Third down and seven from their own 29. Blaine takes the snap, looking to throw. He's gonna take a shot downfield, looking for Cap, and he could not handle it. Cap had it, but dropped it. And now the Golden Bears got to punt it away. Blaine put the throw where it needed to be, but Cap could not haul it in down the sideline. And a three and out for the Golden Bears offense. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a good throw by um, Jordan David. Um, uh, excuse me, Donnie Blaine, but um, just couldn't haul it in for from cap, but obviously still a lot of game left to play. 9.25 left to play in the fourth quarter. Um, still still time for to score. Lard gets the punt away. It's a short punt. It's gonna keep rolling back inside the 35. And they'll down it at the Shepard 32 yard line. At the 32 yard line. 39 yard kick, first and 10 for Shepard. Yeah, and just just um, not not a great drive for Kutztown's offense. Obviously, you know now you have to turn over your defense, who hasn't done an amazing job in the second half. But anytime it's time to turn it around, you just need one stop and a score, and you're and Kutztown could easily win this. Or the other way around, Shepard needs a score, defensive stop, and the game's over. So Millard only a 39-yard punt. Bajan takes the snap, looking to throw. He's got his man all alone. Oh, he makes Ryan Jennings Jr. look silly. Getting inside the 40, wrapped up at the 38. Jennings Jr. was out there on the coverage. And Marlon Cook with a little stutter step. Had Ryan Jennings Jr. with some broken ankles. First and 10 at the 37, a 31 yard gain for Cook. Mentioned in the pregame how good these two have been. It's continuing here in half number two. Could not find a lot of success through the first two quarters, but Shepard's offense is in high gear right now. Bajan takes the snap, looking to throw. He's got a lot of time again. Gonna try to tuck it and run, and he's sacked. Dropped down at the 41. Great job on that play. Tom Pellegrino with the sack. Great job by Tom Pellegrino on that play. Just to just to read that very well. He beat through so many defenders even to find the quarterback, but he found him and he sacked him. 
Now you just need two more of those. Absolutely. Second and 14. Shepard at the Golden Bear 41-yard line. Eight minutes to go in this game. Back and forth contest. Bajan, deep drop, firing across the middle. And Cook's got it. Inside the 25, first down. Marlon Cook, brought down by number seven, Cody Sheriff. They're going to mark him down at the 21, and Shepard's marching right down the field yet again. They've really been attacking the middle of the field. It's where they've been going. Yeah, this is a tough drive for Kutztown. They just can't find a stop against uh, Shepard, and it's tough. Um, they just Cook. need. Sorry to cut you off, Josh. Cook's now got seven receptions for 134 yards. What a day. Quick screen out to Cook inside the 20. Throws a man to the ground. Gain of 11. Cook down to the 10 yard line. Gain of 11 yards on the play. First and goal at the 10. Obviously, nothing going right here for Kutzam. They are just having they're having a t they're having a tough defensive drive here. These past couple drives for them were not easy. They've been targeting Jennings Jr. This whole drive. Brown will take the handoff up the middle, trying to fight his way for a gain of four. They'll rule him at the six. So second and goal from the six. Another fast-moving drive for Shepard inside the seven-minute mark. Cutstown's had one goal line stand today. They forced a third and eight last time before Bajan ran it in from eight yards out to tie this one up. Bajan trying to settle things down at the line of scrimmage. Rams need six yards. Three receivers to the right side. Brown in the backfield. Bajan takes the snap. Looking, throwing, lobbing for Walker. That'll go out of the back of the end zone in a late flag. Jennings Jr. in coverage, and I mentioned they've targeted him all drive. Bajan clearly looked like he threw it out of the back of the end zone. Not sure what the call is. I'm really interested to see. So a holding on Ryan Jennings Jr. prior to the pass. I'm going to make it a first and goal at the three for Shepard with a half a distance penalty. And that's a killer to take. That would have made it a third and goal from the six. And now four tries from three yards out to get in for Shepard. A lot more favorable. Yeah, not really sure about that call. That was a really interesting call. It didn't look like it all looked pretty clean on both sides of the ball. But, we see a heavier blocking set. Fullback Michael McCook in the game. Fakes the handoff. Bajan rolling to the right. To the end zone. Great coverage. Deflected incomplete. Great coverage. Off that backside. It looked like CJ Brown on the coverage yeah, there. Fantastic play to save a touchdown second and goal. Cannot cover much better than that. Yeah, great job by C.J. Brown. Coverage all the way, going right up with him. Just swatting it out of his hands. Definitely something you want for the Kutztown offense. Great technique there. Not getting the hands on him too soon. Going right up with him. Being able to punch it out of his hands. Second and goal from the three. 
Brown in the backfield. Fakes the handoff, throwing it to the fullback. McCook, and McCook's in for a Ram touchdown. From three yards out, the fullback Michael McCook into the end zone untouched. And the Rams jump in front. And I think Kutztown on the play as well was looking for a holding call, did not get it. Just tough sequence of events for the Golden Bears. So Shepard has the lead for the first time today with 6.15 to go in the fourth quarter. This offense has looked significantly better in half number two. Definitely. Haney getting ready for the extra point. Snap, hold, kick. He's good right through the uprights. 35-28 Shepard. Golden Bears offense going to need a response. We're going to send it down to our sideline reporter, Mitchell Smedley. Mitch, have an update. Well, the update scoreboard right there. I mean, craziest thing happening down here on the sideline is some of the camera operators talking about different crazy scenarios in which Kutztown ends up with a walk-off win. But we're going to have to wait and see to find out. Send it right back up to you guys, Jack and Josh. Thanks a lot, Mitch, for that quick update. Um, but Jack, a lot of turn of events here. Just not what Clutchstown is looking for. Need to be able to respond here. You know, we said it was going to be an offensive game. And it's been that so far, but you need more. You need more from your offense. That's all you can say. With Shepard, three touchdown drives in the second half. And really four consecutive solid drives. Uh, one resulted in a big goal line stop for the Golden Bears, but you know this the Shepherd offense has had its way against this Golden Bears defense here in half number two, and they need to find an answer next time they get out there. But now being down a touchdown, you need your offense to be able to get you in the end zone to tie this game. Yeah, definitely. This is just a game that you know you can't have for Kutztown. Is you need to score here. It's going to bounce into the end zone for a touchback. It's down starts at the 25. Shepherds outscored Kutztown 21-7 in the second half. Biggest drive of the game for Kutztown. Still 6.15 left to play. Now, Kutztown, just on this series of events, they need to get a score here. They need to get points on the board. They need to get something going here. They have 6.15 left to play. Now, this is a point in the game that, you know, this, this could make or break the way that this game ends. Absolutely. A little time left. You're entering crunch time here. You need to be able to go down the field. First and 10. Blaine takes the snap. Fires to Daryl Davis McNeil in the fat, flat. Correction slips down at the 31 for a gain of six. And I thought that was a pretty good play there. Dale Davis McNeil, nice catch. Six-yard gain. Obviously not, not, a, not a bad play call. Obviously got you some yards that you needed. Now it's just up to what, what your next play call is. Solid chunk on first down. Second and four. Lane drops back, throws again. Got his tight end McKenzie underneath out across the 35. And that's good for a first down. Yes, sir, to the 36. So a gain of five moves the chains. Back-to-back -back passing plays. For respective gains of six and five. 
Good cooking so far for Kutztown through the air. Yeah, I think they're just going to go quick in and outs. That's just their game plan here. Um, Blaine's had a good day. 273, three touchdowns outside of the pick six. It's been one of his better days we've seen this year and in his career. He's playing the best we've seen since that Shepard game last year. First and 10 handoff. Daryl Davis McNeil. Mark him down to the 38, gain of just two on first down. Yeah, not exactly the best run for Daryl Davis McNeil, but the run game hasn't been working too often today for the Golden Bears. Now it's time to go to a run, I think. So we're under five minutes to play in this one. 35-28 Shepard, if you're just joining us in what has been a very, very eventful day at Andre Reed Stadium. Back and forth, they're going to go into the flat. Daryl Davis McNeil trying to bounce to the outside, out across the 40. 45 midfield. And knocked out of bounds inside Shepard territory. They're going to mark him at the Ram 48. Great, great run by Daryl Davis McNeil and a great reception. He's been doing both sides of the ball today. He's been receiving. He's been running up the middle. He's been running into the outside. And definitely something you want to see for Daryl Davis McNeil. And also, too, on top of it, just a great job of beating two defenders on that play as well. That's something that they really needed him to do. Absolutely. Got a key block on the outside from Cap. That allowed him to get to that down that sideline. Fakes the handoff. Blaine drops back. Faces the pressure. Gonna air it out deep. He caught that. Reeled in. Jake Novak. What a play. 50-50 ball, and he pulls it away. Huge gain for the Golden Bears. Pumping up this crowd. It's going to put him all the way down at the 13-yard line. What a play. He just... 35 yards. He pulled that out somehow, some way. Jake Novak, ladies and gentlemen, just pulled that out mid-air. Two defenders on him, and he somehow caught that. Gerald Davis McNeil takes a direct snap. And they're going to blow the whistle. There was a flag prior to the snap. And they're going to signal for a false start. But back to that 35-yard catch by Novak. I mean, that looked like a 50-50 ball. Defender was right there with him. But an incredible grab to put Kutztown in the red zone here with 3.43 to play. Definitely such an amazing play. I can't even believe that. That was... That might have been a better catch than the catch from last year's Shepard game. In, that, in the playoffs, that was... That was unbelievable. Absolutely, Josh. An incredible grab. But now a first and 15 from the Rams' 18-yard line. He's done a great job getting this far down the field, but now you need to get it in the end zone. Blaine takes the snap. Takes the handoff to the flat. Ravenel. Ravenel inside the 10. Inside the 5. Tiptoes his way. Touched it. No, they're going to mark him out of bounds. They're going to mark him at the four-yard line. Oh, I don't know about that. That was close, awfully close. Hard to get a true view from here as it is on the far sideline. They didn't even give him the first down, Jack. It was a first and 15 from the 18-yard line. Oh, my. Oh, man. I don't know about that one. I, I, it looked it looked like he was in there, in there for a touchdown. It didn't look like he stepped out, but... Awfully close. Second and one from the Shepard four-yard line. Blaine under center. Cap motions in. Handoff at the middle. Daryl Davis McNeil fights. 
He'll get the first down out. Down to the two. Gets two yards. New set of downs. It'll be first and goal. So I'll be a first down at the th four. Or at the three. Hard to tell up here. For, yes, first and goal at the three-yard line. What a drive by this offense at this point. Under three minutes to play, 2.45. Lane in the gun, takes the snap. Delayed handoff, Daryl Davis-McNeil in for the touchdown. Evaded a ram, three-yard score. Extra point away from tying things up. What a drive. Wait, hold on, there's a flag on the field. Offsides on the defense, so it's still a touchdown. It's the Klein, it's a touchdown. Good catch with the flag, Josh, but the touchdown will stand. Extra point away from tying things up. What a response from this Golden Bear squad. There's one thing about this team, Josh. They don't go down without a fight. They do not quit. Man, this team is a fighting team. They are not going down. And Dawson Evans just needs to make this. Snap, good, hold good, and the kick is up, and it's good. 35, 35, what a drive, we're even, but there's plenty of time left, 2.38. This is what you live for, folks. We're gonna send it down though to Mitchell Smedley for a quick update from the sideline after this Golden Bears score. Mitch, what have you got for us? I got life in Andre Reid Stadium. And I got a, de a defensive coordinator trying to fire his boys up right now. He's running down the sideline, clapping, going, D, it's on us. The offense just did their part. Now he's yelling, D, it's on us. To save this, uh, to, to preserve the opportunity for a win here for the Golden Bears. Who knows? Maybe set him up for a win with a takeaway. I got a feeling, Jack. Back up to you and Josh. Thanks, Alignment. Appreciate that. And a lot of life. A lot of life in Ontario Stadium. And I, and I told you in the beginning of this game, it's not going to be about who has who's, who has the better the better offense, who has the better defense, who has the most speed, who has the most agility. It's about who has the most heart. And, it, and it's shown right here. Kutztown is playing with a lot of heart. Shepard's playing with a lot of heart. I got to love it. Exactly what you expect to see between these two squads. A lot of heart, a lot of fight, but both these teams have a lot of skill on both sides of the ball also. Millard getting ready to kick it away. He boots it. Taken at the two-yard line. Rams getting ready to return. Out across the 20. And wrapped up in the 25-yard line. At 2.32 remaining left in regulation. And it's important to keep that in mind because I'm not even going to say it, but we all know why. Absolutely. Alfonso Ferre on the return of 23 yards for the Rams. 2.32. This is crunch time. This is what you live for. It's do or die. The beast of the East. 35-35 on Andre Reid. Wow, I mean, this game has just been phenomenal. Couldn't have asked for anything more, but you gotta get a big stop if your cuts down. Bajan takes the snap. First and 10 over the middle. Incomplete. Was, was looking for the tight end, Brian Walker. Bajan's pass hit the ground just as in coverage. Second down and 10. 228 left to play in great, great pass coverage. 
by Kutztown's defense. This is what you live for, especially Eric Fargo. His defense, their last couple drives weren't good. So he's looking for a big stop, and that and that's something you love to see. Now I want to see what they do on second down. Absolutely. Expect more Bajan through the air. Second and ten. Finding the man. Dumps it off to his running back, Ronnie Brown. And a great tackle. Antoine Lloyd buries him into the turf. Ronnie Brown, he got rocked on that play. Now it's third down. Third and five. And Andre Reid Stadium is loud. Biggest play of the game. Rams at their own 30-yard line. Can Kutztown force the three and out? And this place Under is two minutes to play. This place is loud. I want to take off my headset and show the show our viewers how loud it really is. Third and five. Bajan. Deep ball. It's caught behind the defense. Huge play, and it's a touchdown for Shepard. Marlon Cook, a 70-yard strike to give Shepard the lead with 141. Wow. What a play by Tyson Bajan. As soon as we thought, you know, Kutzan could make a stop, they didn't. Uh, Three plays, 75 yards, and a 70-yard score. Silences Andre Reed. Wow. Man, that was that was a rough play to watch. That was that was rough. That's a backbreaker. 41-35. Extra point attempt. Is good. 42-35. And now Blaine and this Golden Bears offense have got to try to run a two-minute drill. Big play after big play after big play has defined this second half of the Shepard offense. And quite frankly, Kutztown's had no response. Cook was all alone on the right sideline. C.J. Brown tried to make a desperation attempt to knock it down. And once it got over his outstretched arms, there was no one else left. And Cook could have walked in for the touchdown. Yeah, yeah, hey, that's that's a rough one to watch. That's But now you gotta respond again. It's gonna be on the shoulders and it's gonna be on the right arm of Donnie Blaine. As we get set to kick it back to Kutztown. Elton and Ravenel Jr., your return guys back there. Jacob Haney, Jacob Haney kicking off for Shepard. Getting ready to boot it away. On the return for Kutztown, number two, Curtis Ravenel Jr., number 22, Jason Helping. Could have been a big stop for this defense, but just not what it was. Kick is away. Ravenel Jr. takes it at the three. Trying to run it back, cuts it to the right, stays on his feet, out across the 20. And wrapped up in the 25-yard line. Now it's time for the offense to go to work again. So they're going to mark it at the 26. It was Kalen Perez on the tackle on the return for Shepard. 135, two timeouts. That's what Kutztown's working with. They need a touchdown to tie it up. You saw last year late game heroics with a Derek Anderson touchdown with 38 seconds in that playoff game. Can Donnie Blaine do it again? Donnie Blaine needs to do it. First and 10. Drops back. 
Shot up in the middle. Nearly intercepted. It was Keyshawn Haley in the area, and he got his hands on it. Could not reel it in, though, and the Golden Bears catch a break, second and ten. Thank God for that break. That could have easily ended this game, I could have iced it, Josh, but the Golden Bears are given another chance. Lane's got to shake it off and move on. Second and ten. Davis motions to the left. Blaine steps up, rolls to the left. Trying to motion his man downfield. Throws it underneath. Davis reels it in. Blaine passes complete number one. Jordan Davis. He steps out of bounds. Marks it at 31. Now this is a this is basically a fourth down situation. You gotta get it first. You gotta, you gotta send it down the field. 122 left to play. You gotta, you gotta get something going. Third and five. You only have two timeouts. Believe this has got to be four down territory. Shepard at a third and five for go for a 70-yard touchdown. Blaine gonna step up, fire it deep. No one even close to the area. Incomplete. It'll be fourth and five. Luckily, he overthrew the two Shepard defenders who were there. Otherwise, that could have been easily intercepted. Looks like Blaine took a big hit on that third down. He's walking a little gingerly here. Fourth and five, game on the line, 117 left. Gotta have it. Davis motions to the slot. Empty backfield, throws, cap, caught. Spins up a tackle, 45, finally. Knocked out of bounds at the 48-yard line. First down, Golden Bears. They got it to their main man again, Jerome Cap. 113 left to play, too. Good sounds. Got to get, got to keep going upfield. Big time play. First and ten from the 48. Lane in the gun. Drops back. Deep shot. Looking for Cap. He oh, caught he it. it a turn and grab by Cap. They're going to rule him out at the Shepard 25. What an adjustment on that ball in the air to bring it in. Oh, what a... Land Cap. It's just dynamite. Wow, what a grab by Jerome Cap. Amazing. Amazing. He's... A 17-yard play to set up the first down and a huge one for 27 down the sideline. 108 to play. Two timeouts. You can work now. You have plenty of time. Hands it off. Davis, right side. He's got blocks. They're going to mark him down to the 21. I think there might there might be a couple seconds put back on the clock. There is a timeout, though, called by Kutztown. Second and six, and like you mentioned, Golden Bears called their second time out of the half. Right now, it says only a minute to play. Kutztown right, right now, though, is on Shepard's 26-yard. So they add a second back on. But that one second, though, might be the game could be, winner. Could be crucial. 
Oh, now my. this one's going every second matters. Yeah, I, I, I don't want our listeners to be like, oh, just a second. No, that second might be the reason Kutztown wins this game. Or Kutztown could try to tie this game. I mean, they got a tie before they can win it. They have a second and six in the 21. I mean, this is... Heart rate through the roof. Yeah, this Other is... Get, your, get you pumped up. I don't know what... Will. What a display of offense we've seen from Donnie Blaine today. 390 and three touchdowns through the air. Empty backfield. Blaine takes the snap, second and six. Avoids a sack, rolls out to the left. Ravenel appeared to get grabbed. Blaine just gonna tuck it and run out of bounds. At the 20, gets a yard with 53 seconds and wow. I mean, Ravenel was trying to spin around to get upfield, and he got grabbed, and there was no call. I mean, unbelievable. That's probably one of the worst call non-calls I've ever seen. I mean, it's... Can you believe that? I mean, wow. Oh, my God. Can't, can't worry about it now, though. Third and five from the 20. In these situations, Blaine's gone to cap all day. Drops back. Looking to throw. He's looking Cap's way again. Tries to avoid a sack. He does. And gets it out. Shepard adamantly calling for an intentional grounding penalty. Refs discussing. And now they put the flag. So it's going to be fourth down. The ball will be placed at the spot of the foul. 47 seconds left. They're going to have to go for it. The Golden Bears called their last time out to avoid a 10 second runoff. And now. They gotta huddle up and drop a big time play. A fourth and long. Oh, this is a that was a tough play. That was fourth and eighteen is what it's gonna be. You need eighteen to keep the game alive. Tough call to take. The question is, can they get it, though? Everybody is... Well, while we're here, Josh, we're going to quickly send it down to Mitchell Smedley. Mitch, what do you got for us, buddy? Guys, that big catch right along the sidelines, right in front of me, got this place in a frenzy. Two big uh, consecutive conversions right in a row, but then, you know, we're playing some rough ball here, and Andre Reed Stadium is not happy about it. But we'll see if they can pull it out here. Uh, I did get to celebrate for real as opposed to the uh, the cap almost catch where I almost pulled a hamstring down here on the sideline earlier. But, you know, we're hoping. Send it back to you guys. All right. Thank you, Mitch, for that quick update. And, uh, Jack, this is – it's all down to this right here. Absolutely. 
Quick update, Kutztown elects to keep their final timeout. 10 second runoff, we're moving from 47 seconds down to 37. You need 18. What will Marcel Quarterman in this offense draw up? Shepard dropping back. Based on the alignment we have now, they're going to rush five. Drop six. Again, you don't need to take a shot at the end zone. No. Unless no. it's there. You need to get the you need to get the 18 yards. It's all down to this right here, Jack. Clock starts. Blaine takes the snap. 30 seconds. Steps up. Ball's loose. Shepard's got it. Blaine couldn't even get a throw away. It's Shepard ball with 26 seconds. And one kneel down will do it. Oh, such a tough, tough drive right there. And just gut-wrenching absolutely gut-wrenching a feeling known all too well yes as we see the fans start to pile out in droves kneel down by Bajan and that's gonna do it the Rams salute to the home crowd. Kutztown gave it everything they could have given. And, just and came then up a little short. And then some. 35 points. Final score this afternoon. Wasn't enough. What a day from Blaine. 393 touchdowns through the pick six. But the day of his career, nearly 400 yards through the air. Cap 172 touchdowns, some incredible performances. And really, this offense has proven to us that they haven't shown through the air, at least all year. They put up 50 last week against Mercyhurst. A lot of that coming on the ground with six rushing scores, but today they were able to air it out efficiently, but just wasn't enough. The second half ability from Shepard was incredible. Rams outscore the Golden Bears 28-14 in the second half, 21-14 in the fourth quarter, and that was the difference maker today. It's a tale of two halves. Kutztown kept Shepard bottled up through the first half, but in the final 30 minutes, Tyson Bajan and this Rams offense that is so dynamite took over this game, and Kutztown's defense simply had no response. Yeah, just a tough, a tough, game um to say the least um it really just came down to that one play the intentional grounding didn't help um, absolutely not it did um, not help at all it's a, a lot of a lot of things didn't help um and there were a lot of things that could have been done differently um but you know i would be lying if i didn't say you know this loss might have been might be the reason that Kutztown doesn't make the playoffs, the PSCC playoffs and the NCAA playoffs. Um, I might not. I would be lying if I didn't say that. 
But um, there's still a lot of season left to play. There's still a lot of season left to play. And just thinking about just in the grand scheme of things, you know, Kutztown's a good team. Shepard's a good team. Both both teams are, are very good. Um, but just Shepard was the better team today, and I think that's the best way we can word it. 